Welcome in, everybody. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Appreciate you guys all being here. Happy Sunday to you. Welcome in to the big show. <laughs> oh, good afternoon. Welcome in, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. I'd like to welcome you in to Star Trek Fleet Command Fisher Podcast, where we got things to teach you tonight, things that we're going to learn about, Trader. We got learning to do. Because that's what we're going to try to do between the arcs. We got we got stuff to teach. And we've got a special guest professor here today to do it for you. Let's see who is here to talk about anything. Whether it be incursions, whether it be the upcoming arc, whether it be rare tactical cores, armada loot, this or that or anything else. Let's find out who is here on a Talking Trek server sound off. Smoke Mohawk broadcasting live from the victorious... Server 16, he says. Stradalorian on 9. Noonwest on server 29. What's up? Bubblesaur on 195. Zandy's on server 12. Welcome into the show. Appreciate it, Killer Ab. Uh, good evening from European 145. Mike, happy Sunday from the server 8. The comeback kid. The four-time incursion winner. Trademark pending. What's up, Dirty Bird Bill? Server 15. Jayberg on 32. Rotifer on 17. Dekix from some European server somewhere, reminding you to uh, check out today's special offer, self-stealing stem bolts. <laughs> 30% off. Uh, Beaver Beaver. Uh, what's up? Server 181. Or it, it is, right? 30% off. Uh, Orion Shorely. Self-steal. <laughs> server 52, welcome in. Server 16 uh, from Joker. What's up, Mentor on 58. Uh, Iron Chef on server 14. Big Bad Ed on server 30. Losing his incursion again, he says. Eek. What's up, Indominus on 52. Velvet Thunder on 137. Shady Pines on 27 and 29. Cold Proof. Server 22, Infinite Key on 9. Commander Taylor on the infinitely excluded <laughs> server 192. You make me so sad, Taylor. Taylor, you make me so sad. Trader, the infinitely excluded 192. I mean, if it wasn't so true, I would laugh at it, but it's so true. Oh, gosh. Commander Taylor, I don't know if you got a chance to listen to the last show. Uh, we talked about 192 and the fact that you guys had six spend events uh, or six days worth of spend events all back to back to back during the month of September. I bet that went off well. I bet you guys enjoyed that, right? That, that, was, a, that was a good week. <laughs> 100, 112 additional messages in our Talking Trek server sound off. Thank you guys so very much you for gotta being here. you got to figure their last auction must have been really cheap. I, That's my theory. You know right? what? I'm so going to bet for... that it wasn't. Taylor, Taylor, what was what was the uh, the scoring in your final auction? Like, was it less than normal? Were people spent out, or did it still was it still crazy? I bet it was still nuts. Um, it was still crazy. We need more. <laughs> Stop it, Karki. God, <laughs> trader, trader, you're responsible for putting him on the stage today. Just throwing that out there. Okay, that was that was all you. Yeah, she pulled me up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 393 people in our live studio audience today. Thank you guys so very much for being here. Appreciate uh, everybody for hanging out with us here today. Uh, Wait, yes. Does that mean that you were going to leave me down there? Uh, no, of course not. <laughs> of course not. Meanwhile, uh, still hiring a new free-to-play perspective. Karkin has outgrown his usefulness here on the show. 
Uh, oh, I'm so funny. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Welcome in, everybody. Appreciate you guys all being here. Uh, you know, Trader, I sent you a message earlier. So your Vikings played in London this morning and emerged victorious on what the uh, what the sports broadcasting world is calling a double doink today. So my wife and I are watching uh, the sports coverage. We're watching the end of the game. And she says, wow, could uh, could that announcer have sounded any stupider? I'm like, honey, that that's actually what it's called. It's called a doink. She's like, no, it's not. I'm like, no, legit, it's it's called a doink. And, and that right there, that was a legit double doink. <laughs> so explaining the double doink to my wife was a very, very interesting conversation, uh, to say the least. Did you guys see the double doink? Did you guys see that doink? Man, Trader, you got lucky today. You got lucky on the double doink. Where is Trader? She's not muted. She might be rooting. Uh, she might be rooting for my Packers, perhaps, uh, which did kick off just a short bit ago, but already down. Uh, Menace says, "What's a double doink?" All right, so a doink is when uh, the the team is trying to attempt a field goal, but the football will bounce off the upright. That's a doink, all right? When it hits the bar, it makes the sound, uh, the sound like, you know, doing, you know, like the, from the Beavis and the Butthead. Uh, so they call it a doink. And uh, today, uh, Traders Vikings won the game on a double doink, all right? As in, it hit the upright, but still could have possibly made it through, but then came down and bounced off the bottom crossbar, all right? That, so it hit the bar, the bar, then it hit a second bar, th- uh, thus being referred to as a double doink. Um, and, yeah, that's, that's it right there. There's only been a few double doinks in the history of the National Football League, but we got to see one today, Trader. And you got lucky. physics to pull that off. Oh, man. I mean, a double doink? Like, <laughs> Benny Hill says it sounds like figure skating. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Look at that perfectly executed 360-degree double doink. Uh, just very <laughs> graceful, looking absolutely wonderful. That's definitely going to rate a score of 9.9 on the double doink. I don't know. Has there ever been a triple doink? I don't know. Baba Joe could tell us. If there's ever been uh, a triple doink in the history of the Careful National Football when League. you're Google searching this. Uh, yeah, not a good thing to, to Google search. Just throwing that out there. Be be very, very careful. <laughs> Somebody says, wait a second. Did DJ start his OnlyFans account? Uh, you know, yeah, we're going to lead it off with a double doink. All right. Uh, <laughs> welcome in, everybody. Trader apparently suffering some... Uh, technical difficulties trying to get up onto the stage but we will proceed Bubba Joe not here actually I'm not exactly sure I I know that he was trying to get everything kind of settled in he is in the process of unpacking but his Seahawks have also already won today so the only person that's missing their team right now is myself I also messaged Ripper who said that he was working on things and they were progressing slower than he wanted them to. So I'm not entirely sure that Ripper will show up today, but uh, hopefully he will arrive shortly, as is uh, possibly Bubba Joe. We'll see how things go. Uh, is, is that Trader? I hear you, Trader. Welcome. You, oh. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Yeah. Uh, well, I, I was going to say it, and I was in the middle of saying when you couldn't hear me, 
that it's about time that the Vikings actually won a game because of a whiffed field goal instead of losing it. Yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, I saw, uh, as a matter of fact, in our stupid news, we're going to talk about a kicker who actually lost his job this morning. Uh, We'll talk about that coming up in our stupid news. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and kick off the show. We'll check in live from world news headlines all across the globe. It is time for your Talking Trek Stupid News. Stupid News! I think DJ doesn't need me news. for lower level perspective. I, I am flying for the guy who yells news. <laughs> That's right. Karkin's next job on the show is going to be to redo our stupid news sounder. Uh, Etanate says, wow, there was once a quadruple doink. Oh, man. Yo, rain, rain, rain. Rain it in, buddy. Rain it in, buddy. Go ahead and stop. Last one. Last warning. No more. No more. Oh, Looster timed him out. Okay. No, it's fine, Looster. Good. Timed out. Sorry, Rain. The, the cat herders aren't having it today. No arguing with the cat herders. Okay. Can't do it. All right. Um, ooh, did Green Bay just score a touchdown? Woo. Yeah, they did. We're up 7-3 to three over the Patriots. I'm digging it. All right. Uh, let's see what we got in our stupid news here today. Trader, uh, let's see. Let me get it pulled up. Here we, here we go. Oh, this is good. So obviously, Hurricane Ian passed through Florida. It is still working its way up the East Coast. A lot of devastation, man. So much devastation. Uh, and if you were affected by this, man, thoughts and prayers to you. Absolute chaos and destruction down there in Florida. Uh, as a matter of fact, a buddy of mine has a property there. It was completely lost, completely underwater. So I know that uh, that you guys are dealing with a lot down there. But there was, um, and, and it's no joking matter. Let me be very clear, clear about this. But there was something, Karkin, that did draw the attention of some people on the internet uh, in that a, uh, a reporter stationed down in Florida captured viewers' attention when it was accidentally revealed on camera that the mechanism that she was using to keep her microphone dry was indeed a condom. All right. She had, <laughs> she had wrapped her microphone uh, with a condom and it, and it flashed on screen during an outdoor hurricane broadcast. I mean, listen, truthfully, there are worse ideas for sure, probably, but it does make total sense. She had to keep the thing dry. And clearly, That's a very genius idea. I mean, really? She had to keep it dry and clearly didn't have a plan B. <laughs> 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 NASA's Juno spacecraft has made the closest approach to Jupiter's icy moon Europa in more than 20 years. It got so close, in fact, Trader, it was actually able to take pictures of uh, Europa's brand new Starbucks. It just opened. All right, yeah. Uh, NASA's Juno spacecraft in the news. Hocus Pocus 2, the sequel to the Disney classic about witches, opened in theaters this past Friday. Not surprisingly, there is a cameo appearance by the entire cast of The View. You guys want to check that out. Jeopardy winner Amy Schneider just married Genevieve Davis uh, in a private ceremony here not too long ago. She raised a few eyebrows at the ceremony, though, when she phrased her wedding vows in the form of a question. A lot of, a lot of people a little bit... A little bit concerned about that. New York Yankee Aaron Judge slammed his 61st home run of 2022, tying the single-season American League record. Kind of refreshing to hear about someone scoring a home run, you know, besides Adam Levine. Uh, 
Hefty has announced it will roll. This is so dumb. Oh, I don't even know if I can get through this one, Karkin. Hefty. Oh, we can we'll make it. Hefty has announced that it will roll out pumpkin spice scented garbage bags beginning September 30th. Just a couple of days ago, folks, you can make your way on down to your favorite local grocery store and find hefty garbage bags in the scent of pumpkin spice. But do be careful. This is sure to attract raccoons who love apple picking through your trash with their family. Hefty trash bags are actually pretty pricey at typically around $8 per 30-pack. If you really, really wanted overpriced pumpkin garbage, you might be better off just going to Starbucks. I'm just saying. You can probably find it there. Uh, lastly, hey, Trader. The raccoons are going to love that. Yeah, no, lastly, Trader, as promised, the Kansas City Chiefs have fired kicker Matt Amendola after his poor performance in Sunday's uh, last Sunday's game against the Indianapolis Colts uh, after he played a critical role in their 20-17 loss, missing nine points worth of field goals. But don't worry. Don't worry about Matt. He's so bad, he's already been offered a job with the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> I'm kidding. That was just a traitor jab. I, I couldn't decide if I wanted to go. Um, I couldn't decide if I wanted to go with the Jets, whom we always make fun of, or the Vikings, you know, to poke a traitor, or the Seahawks to poke at Bubba. Uh, I decided that Bubba gets plenty of, of uh, was, sports was, jokes. Was that the butt hit guy? Um, wait, what? Was that the guy who kicked the guy in the butt or like kicked the ball into the guy's butt? I don't know. I don't know. Is that the same guy? Uh, Chang says you really liked it. Louis says, wow, solid A today on the news. Thank you very much. Again, further when further Bubba's reinforcing yeah. that Bubba's not here. God. You got to plan it. I don't, though. I don't. I don't know why. <laughs> Bubba, gosh. I, see, here's the thing. I really genuinely think the news is good, but because Bubba's here pooping all over it, you guys don't like it as much. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! I mean, why? That's gotta be a focus. thing. Aren't they on the view? Uh, yes, that was the joke, Karkin. Yeah. Like, they're, yes, they're they're on the view, except for Sarah Jessica Parker. She's still doing Sex in the City twenty eight. All right. Um, yeah, there's like been thirteen spinoffs and forty eight movies and all that stuff. So, uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> Blue Mandalorian says the Plan B joke was probably the best of all of them. I mean, that was good, right? I almost interrupted it too. That was a good one. Oh, thank you, thank you. Solid. So good. All right, well, guys, we got stuff to get into today. Uh, we have stuff. It could be. Body says, "You sure it's not performance anxiety?" I'm so concerned about impressing Bubba that I just I tanked the whole thing. Uh, that's it. Whew. Goodness gracious. Welcome into the show, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Appreciate you guys all being here. Trader, we got stuff to talk about today. And one thing that I want to do, I want to knock out of the way kind of early. All right, because we've been putting, we haven't been putting it off, but we've been waiting. We've been waiting for this data to come in. It's been actually, in fairness, slightly over 30 days since uh, the refinery got its update well i issued a challenge to some players i said yo you know i think this is probably better than what we're all thinking i feel like people are probably you know looking at this and and we're looking for something a lot more epic but really what they did was not horribly bad at least that was just my gut feeling all right because i've paid close attention to my pulls before i've paid close attention to what i get and uh what was really really interesting was that a lot of players were really kind of missing the subtle nuance of what happened with the refinery. We promised that we would come back in 30 days, 
and uh, and and have a couple of different players pull this stuff and track it and stuff for us because I'm usually too busy on the go to actually keep uh, a spreadsheet on this. So we had three different players. We had three different players. Mm. Oh, what's up, my friend? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome baby boy himself to the stage, your one and only criminal heroic dash can. Welcome, sir. How are you? Dude, you, mi- you missed a really good news today. Everybody says it was really good. Uh, it wasn't. <laughs> Marsh. Did you actually listen to it or did you just... No. Did- well, then how do you know it wasn't good? It was really good today. It's it's your stupid news. They're never good. <laughs> oh man, how you doing today? You feeling all right? Yeah. Good. Good. Glad to hear it. Hard at work uh, is what I hear. Um, and uh, is that so? I don't even know. It's all rubbish. <laughs> it's all rubbish, he says. Uh, by I the hate way, everything. Did you have literally everything? Got pumpkin spiced for that now. Did you, by the way, hear that uh, I took a big risk? And actually issued your final grade for you on the past show. Did you happen? Did to you hear? know? I did. Did anybody? Did anybody tell you what I did? No. Should we I just let him so. go back and listen to it? It might be better if he listens to it. I don't know if I could do it. I'm again. not gonna listen to it. Oh, all right. I'll tell you off the air. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. I gave I gave the letter grade of H. Now see, now I just told him on the air. God. I gave the letter grade <laughs> of H, Ripper. All right. Okay. Um. And uh, it was because the day that we were issuing final grades, you and I were actually discussing uh, behind the scenes, and we were talking about how funny everything was this month. Like, all you could do, every single time something happened, all you could do was just laugh. You giggled uncontrollably. So I gave uh, the grade of H for... brown cow. I gave the grade of H for... Hilarious! Because that's what Ripper said multiple times last month. Hilarious. Did I, did I, do, I did. Did I do okay? Indeed. Did, did I do good? It still is. Yes! I mean, you know. Yes! All right! I did a good job, everybody! Yeah, like I even leaned back from the mic and let it kind of echo throughout the yeah, studio. Yeah, you, you have to add that, you know, effect and stuff. Right? You know? See, some people don't always catch that, but you got to lean back. you gotta, you got to let it that sound and fill the room. Yeah, it's, it's hilarious! Yeah, just like that. All right. Um, <laughs> appreciate you being here. All right, guys, the refinery. I want to thank a couple of players. I want to thank Cold Bane, who uh, submitted 30 days, Ripper, worth of refinery data. I also oh want to, yeah, 30 days. I want to thank uh, Mike, who also sent us 30 days, and then Bumpkus, who sent us 30 days as well. So first thing I'm going to do. Is I'm going to go through 29 days and get like cut off. Like you didn't do enough. <laughs> yeah. I had some people <laughs> had some people send like 26 days. I'm like, it's garbage. Get it out of here. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> so match. here's, here's what I want to start with trader on a previous show, a little over 30 days ago, when we talked about this, I asked the question, how many $100 packs do you think are provided to you each month in terms of materials? Some people said two to three. A lot of people, I think, said landed in that like two to three to maybe four range. Some players um, said none or one. And then I, I did see a couple on the far end. Someone said like eight or 10 or 12. All right. So let's answer the question. All right. How many materials are actually coming 
in the refinery for you guys over a 30-day basis. Let me start with Bumpkiss here, all right? Bumpkiss, uh, you did uh, the middle pole option and did have the prime. Now, real quick, because it does matter, Bumpkiss, I don't see your ops level in here. Bumpkiss, you are in the chat right now. Your ops level is what? I think, uh, gosh, I can't remember. You know what? I might have to come back to that. Trader, see if he if he responds in the chat and, and we'll come back. What I do know is uh, Mike's chest that he sent me. He started tracking on August 22nd and went all the way through September 21st. All right. 30 days worth of pulls and he was ops level 39. Ops level's 39, and he did the same thing, Trader. He pulled the 12,000 option, the middle chest, and uh, Ann says that he also had the primes. What was really, um, I guess, uh, kind of interesting to note here, Trader, is that all three of these players that sent me this, uh, all three had the primes. So that tells me about the state of scrapping here today, Okay. Because I'm sure that not all three of these players bought this stuff. As a matter of fact, I know Bumpkiss is very, very close to about as free to play as, as you can be. I think he buys Battle Pass. Trader, that's about it. Okay? Yeah. So, and uh, Jayberg says, I think this is the guy you're talking about here, um, right here. And he's also showing to be a level 39, if that's Bumpkiss. So, all three of these 39, look, Grudging Sue says the same thing. I got uh, my primes from the Epic Chest. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm so sorry. Uh, Lightbull says, I'm low-key relieved that there are more people tracking stuff like this. I thought I was an, the only idiot that kept meticulous spreadsheets for things like this in the game. No, a lot of people do it, all right? A lot of people do it. But Coldbane says, Welcome mine were from scrapping party. as well. Yeah, we, do, we keep spreadsheets for everything, all right? You're definitely not Lightbull. Like, people absolutely keep this kind of data. So going through Mike's chart here, trader i'm gonna come down here to the final tally all right he tracked everything he tracked common he tracked uncommon and rare for all three materials all the way down that's crazy he did the three chest which is the middle option that's twelve thousand raw material with the prime at ops level 39 all right uh what we're gonna do is we're going to give you these total sum 30-day numbers okay total sum 30-day numbers uh, very quickly, and then we're going to break it down by pull, all right, uh, or by day, or by, you know, however you guys want to analyze this data. Did Here's you utilize what we got. any tinfoil hat methods, um, like waiting for the bar to hit the top? I don't know. I don't know if he, if he waited on the animations or not. We'll find out. <laughs> all right. Here's what uh, Mike pulled from a 30 uh, from 30 days worth of two a day refines he did not include the bonus refinery he pulled 6615 common crystal that's common g3 crystal all right uh he pulled 2272 g3 uncommon crystal 2200 almost 2300 trader all right and 172 rare then you come on over to um, gas, same numbers, actually slightly, depends on how you look at it, slightly worse luck with the uncommon, he pulled 2,060, but 184 of the rare gas, and then 2052 on ore and 144 on rare ore, so ore was like the bane, he did not do as well 
with or. But here was what was really interesting. Okay, this is what we talk about, Trader, when we're talking about the subtle accumulation of this stuff. First of all, those are not small numbers, especially when we're looking at this being the refinery, right? We've said it. Even Snake Eyes has said it in the past. He's made a coffee mug. If you're relying on the refinery for your material income, you're doing it wrong. Or is that really accurate anymore, Trader? About 40 days ago, they increased the payouts of the refinery literally by 2x. They doubled it, all right? So if this was a month prior and he was only getting 1000 a month out of it, then I could probably say, sure, maybe not the best-paying thing, Trader, all right? Mm-hmm. Well, the uncommon was 60% increase. It wasn't 100 Oh, so that's right, for the, the G3. That's right, for the G3. That's right. So, so he would have been getting what? Uh, then in that case, he would have been getting about twelve hundred, about twelve hundred before. So you're you're going up to two thousand. All right, take a look here. Esclasico did it at ops thirty five. That's crazy. He did max pulls even maximum pulls, which is very expensive. I I admire your tenacity uh, in going through this with max pulls. He got twenty six hundred and ninety six uncommon crystal trader, uh, seventeen hundred in gas. And twenty-one fifty in ore. Now, I might point out that you only ended up like with gas. You did pretty good, but with crystal and ore, I'm sorry, with crystal you did pretty good, but with ore and gas, you only got about ten percent more than what he got. So this might also, traders, support that theory that max pulls just might not be worth that extra little bit of push. That unless you're just sitting on tons and tons and tons, right? I mean, if you just have absolute tons of it of the raw material then you might as well you know i mean like you're just sitting on materials then all right but yep. certainly not a you know oh you know what and that's fair zod says yo 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 didn't you just say that was ops 35 i did that's ops 35 who's actually earning more than an ops 39 so i retract my statement he is obviously earning more because 35 and 39 have different refinery payouts all right so Trader? do we have a percentage of what the difference for that is I don't. I'm sure that that data does exist somewhere, or we could compile it, but I did not. All right? Uh, what this equals, Trader, and this is just off Mike's data, 150 crystal a day. 150. Wow. Now, it doesn't sound like a lot, but that's every day times 30, folks. 154 crystal, 145 gas, and 139 ore per day and this is just from your refinery folks now some of you have asked the question right like how do you get so much g3 uh in, up in g4 land and we say trader like there comes a point where you finish with g4 content so all you're doing is scrapping at at a exactly. certain point all right well i'm here to tell you i i'm sure traders is better than what mine is but my material efficiency on ships only cost me now about 25 to 2600 crystal to max and scrap a G3 level 26 ship. 2600, which means that the refinery, God bless, it's so close. The refinery almost gives you a full scrap, trader. Technically, too. You know, it just depends on which ship. Like, if I was going to do a D3, that's using crystal and gas. So then I would have to do a Mayflower, which is using gas as its primary, and then ore. 
You see what I'm saying? So almost, not quite, probably 80 to 90% of the way, the refinery is fueling two scraps for you guys. Uh, almost, 80%, 85% ish. All right, that's Mike's data. Let's come back over here uh, to Bumpkiss at Ops 39. Let's see if his data lines out here, Trader. All right, after 30 days, Ops 39, Bumpkiss pulled 2,116 crystal, 2,404 gas, and 2,072 ore. All right, he also pulled 188 rare ore, 100 rare gas, and 124 rare crystal. This is not as disgusting as we kind of all thought it was, to be perfectly honest with you. This is, again, keeping in mind that this is post-adjustment to the refinery. So these numbers are north of 2,000. Now, I don't know. I have no idea. Can somebody tell me? Karkin, or, well, you're not 39, Bumpkiss, Mike, Coldbane, how many materials for you come in a $100 station pack? All right, because we are talking G3, Trader. All right, when I look at a station pack and I see 5,000 materials, that's of G4, okay? That's of G4, which is typically, if I'm not mistaken, paid out at about 4 to 5X, all right? As a matter of fact, if I come into my store right now, Karkin, you're 39? I thought you said you went 40. That's why I was no, trying. No, not 40 yet. That's no, why I was trying to replace 39. you. Oh, okay. We oh, were just no. begin, oh, we were just okay, beginning the process. Yet. I got you. <laughs> we're just beginning the process to replace him. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. All right. So if oh, I no. come in here, <laughs> if I, I was come, an add-on, not a replacement. Uh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> uh, if I come into my station pack, folks. All right. I'm ops 47. 47. My G3 uncommon payout trader is 770. Which means even for me at Ops 47, I'm getting, with it, it, not including the four uh, G4 materials, obviously, Trader, but in regards of G3 acquisition, that's $300 worth of packs to get that much. All right? Uh, and it looks like that might actually stay that way because Vengeance says at 49, mine's the same, and Blue Mandalorian says mine at 39 is the same, which actually does make sense. A little bit, okay? Because that's when G3 stops scaling. Trader, we've seen it before. You earn the same amount of G3 as I earn. The same mm -hmm. amount of G3 that Karkin earns. All right? Which, again, is proof positive. And let it be testimony heard today that your G3 sourcing does not end when you go to Ops 40. Still get that question. Like, at least a couple times a week. You will still get G3. At 40 plus, I promise. It doesn't go away. Okay? So. That that is even a question is so dumb. You know, in fairness, I saw it in the chat earlier today. Trader, you. No, I mean, like, that this, you know, could conceivably be a thing. I but People it believe it. Happen. Trader, you it's got asked a question today. Dumb. You got asked a question today. Well, you talked about it today. You got a question yesterday, I suppose. Why is my shield falling? <laughs> you told me oh that God. you got that question, right? Yes. Why did my shield fall? Well, what system are you in? I don't know, deep space. <laughs> there you go. Welcome to incursions, baby. All right. That question happened. Why did my shield fall? All right. So they it's, don't read. Well, listen, 
you know what? I did see this comment in our chat. We are among the more dedicated players of this game. There's no doubt about that. We are more in tune with the mechanics. We're more in tune with the events. We're avid players. We are, you know, we're super involved in how the game functions, right? Like, that's what, that's, if you're listening to hours a week of content, you're invested, okay? There are people out there that aren't, and that's okay. That's okay. You can either help them along if they're in your team, or you can raid the piss out of them if they're not. All right? Like, you got your choice. Okay? So, so DJs, the issue that I have with this is I'm going to use my own alliance as an example, right? With the incursion that we just finished, my alliance knows everything that's going on. They have as much information available to them as I can humanly give to them, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, it's, it's all there. We, it's on Discord, we ping everybody, we PM them in game telling them what's coming. And yesterday I had one player who didn't respond at all for 20 hours and then acted surprised about the fact that they got raided this morning. <laughs> I have no sympathy anymore. I have I no sympathy it. and I have no empathy. They deserve what they get if they're going to be willfully blind. That's, it's I harsh. You know, I know, but that's I, it. I get that's it. where I'm at. I get it. Um, it. This happened in my alliance even this morning. After incursions ended, there was a player uh, that was out somewhere else, and his bubble fell, and he was being raided, and somebody called it out, and uh, there was an Ops 54 and a 57 that were raiding it. Sorry. He, he was really upset that nobody was going to come and defend. I can't defend that. I no. can't defend a 54 and a 57. Okay? I mean... And, and so it was said in our AC, maybe this makes me a villain, shield or share. Like, he get he gets what he gets, all right? I mean, if I could have hey. defended that, I surely would have gone, but I can't defend against the 57. I yes. could defend against it, and I didn't. I just refused. I just refused. I'm not <laughs> spending my resources. I spent one trillion trick in this incursion. I am not spending it on people that cannot do enough work to be basically educated about this game well just not doing it anymore i i get that and and i don't want to veer too off uh too far off the path today but you know my alliance had a discussion guys boot and loot is no longer an option like we we gave our players the option they voted down on the boot and loot because of, of of alliance reputation so we did that knowing like that that was the warning trader if you don't want to boot and loot then your shield discipline is on you if you get raided, that's on you. Like we're not, we're not coming to to help out with that unless we, unless we can. Now somebody says die with honor. Trust me, I died with honor so many times <laughs> this, this past twenty four hours. Okay, I didn't quite spend a trillion, but I did probably spend in the neighborhood of twenty billion tritanium, um, and probably half a billion dilithium. It was a disgusting sum. I am into tokens. All right, I'm into dilithium tokens. Now, I am so dilithium poor, I'm into tokens. All right, so I spent a ton, an absolute ton. It still amazes me that players say that they can they can walk out of this thing rating, you know, 100 billion resources. I am happy for you. That doesn't seem to work out for me. I've tried it for three <laughs> incursions now. I've tried it for three incursions. I can't, I can't, I just, I don't know why. I can't do it. All right, now, circling back. These materials, 770 in a 39-plus pack, all right? 
39 plus 770 materials uh, in this particular station pack there is 1170 uh, of the ore but gas and crystal 770 so if we're pulling just shy of 2100 it's almost three packs not quite about 280 percent okay 280 can i share an opinion of course absolutely what you got assuming you're up 47 right okay those values are rubbish what do you mean they they shouldn't be this low they shouldn't be oh i don't disagree um i would love to have more g3 sure um but you, you, i do understand why you, they stop scaling right because you are I supposedly don't. A, well i know we've had this conversation uh, I would love it if they continue to scale because we are still scrapping. But I come back and you you say you're. No, it's big- not not because of scrapping. It's just you know f- fundamentally, there should be a you should have too much. I don't disagree with that. But Scopely has come out and said that th- in their opinion there should be too much because they never intended for scrapping to be used as heavy as, as heavily as it was, which is yes. But there a are, failure again, in- there are different ways. To make that not a problem. Okay, share. I mean, f- for one, the the scrapping time. You you are gated on how much you can actually scrap. There's a limit. I agree. A time limit. Yeah, no, I agree with that. But trader, and you also you also don't get you know infinite amounts of uh, credits to get the ships to scrap. That's true. That's true. I don't disagree with either of those And then in G4 land, you also have the, the ship parts and, as well, you know. Well, G4 well, scrapping can, is You can only scrap them at Opus 55. Different story for absolutely zero return mm-hmm. with a scrap time of like, what, two or three weeks? Yeah. It's so right. that's basically a non-option as well already. So that problem is solved, even if you had infinite amounts of G4 well, anything. To be, to be perfectly fair... I don't know what Trader's situation is. Ripper, I don't know what your situation is. Um, other than Crystal, it could be said that I am swimming in it. Now, Crystal, I spend a lot more on because I'm working on a pylon. I currently am holding 6,277 Crystal, but I'm holding 15,000 G3 Uncommon Ore and 14,000 G3 Uncommon Gas. I cannot spend it fast enough. Now, the Crystal I am because I'm working on a pylon, so I'm scrapping a lot of D3s. But I don't, I don't know what other people's scenario is in the upper 40s and lower 50s. Trader, I mean, how much G3 do you have? Um, I was posting this the other night. I want to say I like have rough... Trader doesn't count. Okay, Ripper. <laughs> Ripper, who doesn't use the refinery. How much do you have? I, G3, I do not know. I, I think it's... 50k of each, maybe? I, I don't know. Vengeance says 15,000. That's cute. And he pulls up 46,000. All right. Now, here's the thing. Whether or not you agree or disagree, that could be swimming in it, Ripper. All right. Yes, but d- d- you do realize how many packs I buy. I know. I, I mean, I, I think I buy too many as it is. Uh, but somebody yeah. who, somebody who's 50-plus has probably spent a little bit more than I have. Uh, that being said, my whole entire point is the G3 economy, I've said this a million times and people don't believe me, the G3 economy is not as borked as people say it is. Okay? It just really no, no, isn't. 
if if you look at at the, at the entirety of the game, G three is actually pretty fine. Generally, it, it, I mean, it's the most. But balanced everything everything that three. comes after is just complete garbage. It's certainly the most balanced of the three. But which is why I circle back to this refinery and why its improvement is so significant. I know players in the 20s and 30s are looking at their materials and they're like, man, this is terrible. It's a bottleneck. Well, A, it isn't supposed to be instant, okay? I know it's faster than it used to be, but it's still not supposed to be instant. Um, and, and what we're telling, that's why, Trader, the significance of what they did to the refinery should not be undersold. It really should not be. The materials that you earn throughout the month, they're significant. I know that they're that that's quantity. People do tickets. They will hold tickets just to do for the materials that they want to do. And I get that. I do totally. The refinery is no longer a pittance of your materials. I mean, and, and it may never have been, Trader. All right? We're mm-hmm. talking north of 2,000, between 2,000 and 2,400 of each material monthly free to play all right that that's literally 7500 uncommon and by the way let's tack on about another 500 to 550 rare combined every single month all right it's it's not small that's bumpkiss's data let's go one more we've got one more to look at trader let's take a look at cold banes because cold bane uh did something just a little bit different all right he did a little bit different he did here we go. Oh, no, he did the same thing. He's Ops 39, did the same thing. He's got the primes. This data should be exact, Trader. He did the 12,000 mm-hmm. chest, which is a three-chest pull, did the middle, has the primes. He was Ops 39, all right? Wish um, someone had done what the single pull <laughs> through the whole thing. Would have been interesting. Maybe we can convince yeah. somebody to do that. But uh, it, honestly, that would, that would hold somebody back if somebody was going to do that. Maybe Ripper could do it since he doesn't mind. He can't use the refinery anyway. Unless we found out that you get more, and it's all a crazy reverse pyramid. Well, listen. Wait, what should I do? Uh, do single refines for all the materials for an entire month and track it. I'm not mining that much. <laughs> it's not that much. It's so small. That's it's like, it's a that's super like 30K enough. or 35K of each. You could that's do it like in like four minutes, minutes man. Like- <laughs> you could do it in four minutes. Uh, that being said. How do you know I can do it in four minutes? Because you know what he's right. He doesn't build miners either. He's gonna have to send out a botany bay on the on that or on that horizon <laughs> note. He's gonna have to send out his horizon on that on that gas. He has note. meridians. He mines ice again. credits. It's not that much. All right. Uh, that's right. Two thousand faction credits. He can he can get the role that he needs. But now uh, yeah. here's the thing, Karkin. I would imagine that the cost per raw is absolutely better on the single pulls. But just like most refineries in this game. All right. Most refineries in this game are going to reduce the cost efficiency, but get you more quantity. That's the whole reason uh, to to challenge a time gate, right? That's why the community has kind of settled in on that twelve chest pull, the middle one, because it's relatively easy to obtain, but it's giving the most value. Take a look at the other player here a minute ago who did um the max pulls but he only ended up with about 10 to 20 percent more materials now there is something uh that we can't take into account at this particular moment which is how much is his refinery different 
all right, at Ops 35 than it is at 39. We can't know that at this stage. I, I know that we can figure that out, and, and we probably will look at it, all right? But we have also, Trader, always said throughout all the time that doing the max pull was just a little bit too much for most of us to keep up with, right? Like, at most, I'd assume a 30% increase. Well, it's, I, I, you know, yeah, I suppose, and probably not even that. Karkin. Well, yeah, I guess, yeah, because these have the prime, so you're getting three chests. So if you if you added one more pull, it could theoretically be about 30% more. But it would be, gosh, six times, yeah, 600% more raw material that you put in there. Okay? So now... So unless you're dumping, like you said. Yeah. yeah, unless you're just dumping, you know, severe excess, then there's no sense in doing that. Now, uh, coming over here to Cold Bane's data, very, very similar, Trader. Trader, very similar. 2,040 G3 Uncommon Crystal, 2,332 G3 Uncommon Gas. Oof, ore was not your friend this month at only 1,761. All right. Um, but he did pull 212 rare, another 212 rare, and then 176 rare. So there is RNG. Obviously, right, Boaz? RNG is going to provide some variance here. He definitely had a variance with ore. It would almost be so significant that I would wonder if he actually had prime ore. You know, clearly he probably had prime crystal, prime gas. Those numbers are very low. Even his common number, Trader, was lower. It would almost suggest that he had a he had one less pull there. But so did he have um, higher amounts of rare or... Was that just more common that he was getting? I missed what you said for... No, no. So, like, in Crystal, he had uh, 6,400 common, 2,040 uncommon, 212 rare. Gas was 6,700 common, 2,300 uncommon, 212 rare. The ore was down in all three categories. 6,600 common, 1,761 uncommon, and only 176 rare. Um, It would seem... Oh, there's Cold Bay now. He says, I have the prime for all three... Just got really unlucky with ore, which sucks because I'm in the Romulan faction. Well, that makes sense because the game knows what you want and it intentionally takes <laughs> it away from you. The game knows like, what you need, so it makes sure you don't get it. Obviously, that's how it works. Um, it is how it works. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, this data is very, very consistent. Even in the case of Coldbane, who had a very bad luck month with ore, he still, still pulled 6,100 materials out of his G3 refinery. 6,100 materials. All right. Uncommon, by the way. That's just uncommon. He pulled another right at 600 rare. Now, somebody in the chat says, well, that equals about five packs. For him, that's Coldbane. He says this is the equivalent of about five packs. All right? So I asked the question again. I asked the question again. How many packs for you to get what comes out of the refinery? A lot of players who said none or one trader are vastly underestimating what the refinery is doing. If you did not have the refinery at all, imagine your progression with 6,000 less materials per month. All right. The refinery is probably, I, I'm not here to sing its praises, 
by any stretch. I mean, events do pay more, but the refinery is actually kind of important. Uh, you know, Some I used pretty to pretty good flavored icing. Yeah, I, I used to. You know, we used to joke. Snake Eyes used to talk about it and and say that if you're counting on the refinery for your material needs, you're doing it wrong. That might have even been true at one time, Trader, but it's certainly not true today. Right here, right now, this refinery and the increase that they gave is significant. You're talking in the neighborhood of. If you're an Ops 39 and down and you're not getting G4 materials in your packs, this is the equivalent of about four to $500 a month in materials that you're getting. All right? Take a look here. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, Bumpkiss. Which one is – oh, this is, this is the same one you sent me. Okay. Yeah, this is the same one you sent me. I thought somebody else had, had, a, had a tracker sheet here. Okay? So super interesting data here and why – I wanted to revisit this trader because people were really, really throwing off on the decision that Scopely made with the 60% increase and the 100% increase to the G4 refinery, which nobody that I'm aware of has done this on the G4 level. But trader, I bet it's north of 10,000 per material. Do you think I'm wrong? Does any G4 player out there think that it would be less than 10,000 per Per material at the G4 level. Andar says, I'm wrong. You're dead wrong. K21 says, yes. Captain Planet says, yes. Okay. They all say I'm wrong, Trader. But you know what? They all said I was wrong about uh, the G3 refinery too. And if you take a look at the options that are available in the G4 refinery. Captain Planet, ooh, no. Captain Planet says People it's the same. yes. Yeah. It's the same as G3. It. Now, Luke says it might not be 10,000. Um, Andar says maybe 5,000. Okay, well, we're going to have to do it again because I can tell you here are the available options for the G3 refinery. 52 is your high luck roll there, trader. 28 and 12. Those are the options. Now, can somebody tell me what the G4 options are for you at whatever ops you are? Does anybody have an open refinery? Mine doesn't open for four and a half hours, so I can't answer. Okay. On the other hand, look at what Luke says. I think it's closer to 5,000, but I'm only doing single pulls. Well, that matters too. Okay. That matters too. Raging Ginger says mine opens in three minutes. That would be very, very interesting. I'd like to see that. All right. Here we go. Thank you, Captain Taylor. We've got 210, we got 44, and we've got 22. All right, so that would be a chance at 4X Trader, but a guaranteed double. All right, so maybe it's not 10,000. Obviously, mathematically, it couldn't be 10,000, could it? Uh, but it should probably land in between 200 and 300% more. All right, mathematically, you've got a, you've got a one in three shot of a 4X payout and you're guaranteed a 2x payout. So, Trader, it would have to be, at minimum, if you had the worst luck in the world, it would be a double payout. But you're going to hit that larger roll on occasion, which means you're going to fall between two and 300% of these 22, 23, and 2400 number values. All right, so maybe it's not 10,000, but you know what? That does squarely put that in the 7,000 range. 
Now, of course, we are extrapolating. All right. The only real way to know is if somebody actually does it. Take a look right here. And that is scaling by ops. Take a look here at Biggs, who has a 300 material option, a 60 material option. And the bottom one is cut off, but let's assume that that's probably uh, 26-ish, if I'm going to guess. Now, Trader, he's going to get to about 3x. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Let's not forget that the G4 chest natively give you one extra pull anyway. It's not one, two, and three, or two, three, and four with the prime, is it, Trader? It's it two, three, and four, and then three, four, and five with the prime. Now, I am not disavowing what certainly says, yeah, but ships and buildings cost more. Yeah, obviously, I get that. Okay, but let's not compare apples and oranges. The quantity is what you guys were talking about. And there's claims right here in the chat right now that the quantity of the G4 payout is the same as G3. Lokmi says, I want what DJs is smoking. I want what the audience is smoking. For you guys to think that the G4 payout is equal to the G3 payout, you guys are smoking some pretty good hash. Okay? Like, you're mathematically wrong you're i mean look at the data you could look at the options and see what the what that that it, what you're saying is mathematically impossible don't blame the hash <laughs> <laughs> i said it was good hash obviously okay it's causing these people to hallucinate all right i would be willing to bet if somebody actually wanted to do it on g4 materials i'm going to I'm going to place an estimate. Does anybody want to play this game with me? Trader, anybody? We should get this documented. Karkin, in one of your final acts as a talking... I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm joking. <laughs> um, joking. All right. No, I wouldn't do full pulls. I would do it with the middle. All right? I would do it with the middle. That's what I do. I do the uh, the middle one, which is what? How much is that? 75000 I think. Or 125,000? 125,000 or 150? I don't know what it is. 125. That's the middle option. All right? That's what I do. And I have the prime, but only for gas. I don't have it for crystal. I don't have it for ore. Okay? So, oh, it's 250 in the middle? Are you sure? I thought 250 was the big one. During the bonus refinery, it's 1 million. Yeah, it is 125, guys. Silly gooses. All right? You silly gooses. Wait a second. Why is Shinzola's 250? Uh-oh. What is this garbage? What is this garbage? Oh, it changes at ops mm. level? Oh, that's, does, yes. that's nasty. I've never actually really noticed that. I wonder where mine is then. I could have swore mine was... I can't see it for, for four more hours. I could have swore... Well, I don't think it does. I can't remember. I don't know. Ops 46... Is 250? Okay, well, then mine must be 250 because I'm at Ops 47. All right? So, yeah, it, it, then, then it is 250. I've just never paid attention. All right? So, if 250 is, is what I'm doing, get that in there. if 250 is what I'm doing, all right, um, I will make a bet, Trader, that it is over 6,000 materials per, per currency. That's my bet. 
based on the new data. I did say 10. Obviously, that, that is incorrect. Uh, looking at my chance options and looking at the chest that I'm going to pull, that's my guess. 18,000 G4 Uncommon. Cassie says, okay, well, when you said 10,000, you were smoking. 6,000 is very realistic. Andar says the same thing. That actually sounds good. Andar also told me I was smoking crack when I said 10,000. Okay, so I might have overestimated a little bit. K21 says 6,000 does sound about right. Tauteron says 6,000 is probably about right. Velvet Thunder says, I refuse to mine 500,000 raw per day. I actually mine more than that. Uh, it's more than huh. that. Um, yeah, no. I mean, in fairness, my miners are are good. Um, I'm still using G3, though. I'm not using G4 miners. Um, I do use my exocomps. I, you know, there's mining crews that can specialize in everything now. I'm mining between 60 and 70,000 in deep space. And, I, and that's only because I never get a territory node. If I was mining G4 in territory, it's over 120,000 an hour. All right? So it's really not horrible. Now, Vengeance says, you know what? Even if, though, we were using the same comparison, and this is valid, Vengeance, okay? This is super valid. If we're going to use the same claim about the refinery, as compared to G3, you just proved that G3 is getting between four and $500 worth of packs. If I pulled 6,000, that is only the equivalent of 100 or even less for me now. And this trader demonstrates the fundamental shift in how Scopely views these economies. And this is why I say, G3 players, your economy is actually pretty much sunshine and roses. G4, better than it used to be, but still not great. Trader, I, yeah. might, I might be willing to bet that your refinery up there in G5 land doesn't come close to what you can buy in a pack. No. No, not ah, even. Are close. you seeing the pattern and here, more fire, than, folks? More than that, more than that, what even what you get in a pack is not even close to what you need for even a single upgrade. Ah, are we seeing this now, folks? Is this a better description? This is why when the this is why you take what G five is doing right now, go back almost four years when G three was new. That was what we felt, right, Trader? That's what you felt. Yeah. When G3 was new, this is why. And this is why Snake Eyes said, hey, the refinery doesn't matter anyway. If you're counting on the refinery, you're doing it wrong. Well, maybe that advice isn't necessarily so garbage. Maybe today it doesn't apply to G3. But maybe that advice will always apply to the leading generational edge of player. All right? Yes, for Trader, the refineries, poo-poo. Poo-poo-poo-poo-poo-poo-poo-poo. They are actually making it worse, by the way. Ha! It's hilarious. No, I mean, like, from, from you know, each new step is, is designed worse. It is, because it's designed to be more expensive than the last, which is also just a fundamental problem. Okay. Yeah, G I mean, what's going to happen when G6 comes out? It's going to be it's going to be, be double the cost of progression of what G5 is, and you guys are already feeling the pain of G5. Just like you felt the pain of G4. And you know what's interesting? When G5 first launched, everybody said it feels better than G4. That was pre-53. Yep. 
That was pre-53. Scopely lulled you guys into a false sense of security. They said, hey, <laughs> let's make, hey, Beavitz, <laughs> let's make 51 and 52 super easy so they're just going to pummel the way to 54 and then we'll block him over the head. How about that? <laughs> yeah, Beavitz. Yep. All right. That's exactly how it happened. That's right, Andar. <laughs> the first puff is on me. <laughs> you got it. That's exactly how Lost it and forgo- Lost and forgotten. I think you are delusional if you think that. What does... Uh, well, says no. when G6 comes out, G4 and G5 will get a lot better uh, so players catch up. Listen, he's not that wrong. Trader, he's not wrong. Happen. He's not wrong. Okay? Because look, if you were asking me... If G4 is better today than it was two years ago, I believe the definition I would use is it is a lot better. Okay? I mean, does anybody in the mid to upper 40s think that it is not, quote unquote, a lot better than what it was two years ago? Because I can tell you... As early 42, I'd say, yes, it's heaps better than what, what I used to hear a lot of. Even a year ago. Dude, Ska complained about the level 42 cost. Okay? But you have (laughs) to remember that with G4, the big pinch point, the big pinch point with G4 is Is ship parts. parts. It's not materials. You're absolutely right. It's parts. Okay? So, you know, here's the thing. I'm 47. My buildings are done, Trader. Buildings, done. I could hit Ops 48. I, I could press it today. I'm not really trying to do it. I'm not trying to <laughs> because I still got some stuff that I, I'm trying to do first. All right. Which doesn't, you know, listen, it kind of goes contrary to a lot of the oh. advice that I typically give. All right. Because my packs, a, I do spend my packs oh, are going to get better. How long is, how long is the timer? You can always start it on a material spend auction and just let it count down. I'm probably going to for a little while, especially, you know, since we've, especially since this month, we've got you know, six builder coming out. So I'm pretty excited about that. All right. You, you should go to 48 DJ. I know. I know. And I, and I probably plan on it very, very soon, but no, just do it. I'm, I am probably waiting till another spend event. All right. But uh, yeah, no, honestly, I do expect to do it this coming month. I could have done it. During the last month, but I didn't. I didn't feel ready. I wanted to wait, so I'm going to do it probably in October. All right. Good I for will... you for waiting. Don't listen to these peer pressure. Listen, they do it enough on Twitch. All right. Somehow, Trader got me to spend half a million latinum on stream the other night. Blame me. Yes, I'm blaming you. All right. Absolutely <laughs> blaming you. Why are you worried about spending half a million lat? Because now I'm down to like a million lat. I don't like being this low. Oh, that way! I if right. I if I want to spend half a million, I can and not Final feel the pack. pressure. <laughs> All right. Anyway, my point is this: it it is definitely about parts, but the G four material economy. And yes, before anybody says it, I do spend money. I'm not claiming to be a free to play, but I'm also trader. Let me ask you: when you and Ska were going through your mid to upper forties, did two or three hundred dollars? get you to get you through a month did that get you to another ops level or maybe even five hundred dollars did that get you from 46 to 47 500 bucks no 700 bucks it's it's been so long that might have gotten you from like 41 to 42 
Ah. But when you go at the higher levels, there's just so much more you have to upgrade that there's no, you're probably talking $1,000, maybe an ops level, 1500 maybe. Mm. And guys, I'm probably going to do it. Admittedly, now, I would even take probably, the $100. I'd even take the $100. Probably, Yo, what's up, Papa Joe? What you doing, baby boy? Congratulations like, on like your Hawks win. Thank you, thank you. We we scored more points than we'll score the rest of the season. Um, <laughs> you know why? You know why? It's because Geno Smith was your quarterback, okay? That, How did that, you – listen, first of all, okay, timeout, everybody. Timeout. I'm sorry. Star Trek Fleet Command is going to have to take like, like a two-minute timeout. Bubba, how did you not tell me that Geno Smith was your quarterback? How long has he been your quarterback? A um, couple of years. He was the backup to, to Wilson. How did I not know this? You know – I'm a huge Geno Smith fan. I promise you, right here and now, Bubba Joe, I will never, as long as Geno's the quarterback, will never make fun of your of your NFL team again. As a matter of fact, we should be rooting them on together. I am, um, you know, Geno Smith came from West Virginia University. Like, I adore him. I think he's so underrated. I think he's great, and I love him to death. And I wish you had told me. I, I didn't know. I actually thought he well, was out. I thought he was out. No one. No one can accuse you of having the memory of a whale. Elephant. Because we actually have talked about this. Oh, that. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I love Gino Smith. He came from my school. I love him. He's great. I'm not going to make fun of him as long as Gino's their quarterback. I might say that Gino didn't play well, but he has my undying admiration and respect because he is from my alma mater. He played there when, like – Dude, he was a WVU great. I know that he hasn't done as much in the NFL as everybody would have liked to to, to have done, Bubba, but his collegiate career was absolutely beautiful. He was special. He was And then he got drafted by the Jets. The Jets ruined him like they do everybody else, you stinky Jets. All right, I'm done. See? Two minutes. I promise. Um, Two minutes. All I right. was going to add a minor correction, and, and both Ripper and Trader can counter counter uh, counter this point if they'd like. I believe that five hundred dollars or less will get you from forty eight to forty nine. I I think that that I mean, I I, I say five hundred dollars, but I spent a hundred of it on um, the gold Cardassian projectiles. That doesn't really count, and and also I do usually get the larger battle pass. All right, which I don't need to. That's just for officers, but I really could have cut 160 out of that by just doing the $20 battle pass. 48 to 49 is three buildings. Well, I'm at 47 going to 48, and 47, from what I hear, is the, is a big hump, right? It's a big it hump. Is. Yes. 46 is a big hump. 47 is a big hump. 48 is a moderate-sized hump. Going to 49 is nothing. Well... So wait, it's a what, trap. are you saying that 40, like when I hit 48, I'll be 49 in a month? You'll be 49 in a week. <laughs> All right. I might hit it a little bit sooner, Carl. And then you'll be there <laughs> for six months. Sounds like there are a lot of big humps ahead of you. Uh, <laughs> my humps, my hump, my hump, my humps. Uh, listen, my point is simple. And now that Bubba Joe is here, he can also confirm. It's actually not as complicated as we're making it. The G4 economy is simply tremendously better than it used to be. Now, is it good enough? No. It will never be good enough for the player base because you guys are all Bubba Joes. You want to progress an ops level every four days. All right? 
And I say that with love and admiration, but it's just not built that way. All right. Now, it shouldn't also be a month per building, though, either, should it, Bubba Joe? All right. But it certainly shouldn't be an ops, you know, even even monthly, I think, is is probably a little aggressive. Now, I know some people disagree with so, that. Let me ask you a question, DJ. Mm-hmm. Other than packs, what has actually improved in G4? Well, that's what we were talking about before you came in. Today was our big reveal on 30 days of refinery data. It's not small. Now, it's certainly not as impactful as it was for the G3 economy, which is further evidence of what they're doing with early players in the game. I mean, we've been saying this for months. Bubba, you you said, how long would it take you to get to Ops 20? If you started an account now, do you think that you could be Ops 20 by the time we get off the air? Oh, yeah. Pretty close. Okay. Pretty daggone close. All right. Honestly, it would take less than a week. To get to Ops 30, what? Two weeks, 20 days? Certainly the length of one arc. Yes. Free to play. Free to play. You could be an Ops 20 in less than seven days. I don't know about free to play. Well, obviously you can buy yourself to anything, but free to play, listen, especially if it's during an arc. Now, if it's between the arcs, maybe not so much. Okay? You're going through an arc. You start during an arc, or at least get to level 10 at the beginning of an arc. By the end of that arc, you'll be level 26, 27. Okay, so you, yeah, because you have to get to the threshold to get the battle pass. The so battle pass is ten plus, okay. ten plus. All right. So if you can get to the beginning of a battle pass to be ops level ten, which by the way now, you can do in about twelve do, hours. Do we know? Do we know that if you if the battle pass starts and you go to ten, that you get the battle pass? I don't think that actually works. Uh, somebody had messaged okay. me about that a long time ago. And further, we absolutely know that there's a difference between uh, the level 19 battle pass and the ops 20 battle pass. And that definitely does not switch over. But I don't think that you actually do pick up the battle pass um, for ops 10 once you hit 10. You've got to be 10 just like all the rest of us. you got to be ops 10 before. All right. So now, I, I I don't think I could be twenty by the end of the show. I'd have to go to ten, let the arc start, and be at twenty five by the end of the arc. I think there there's some timing in there. There is. You're absolutely right. The point is, how long did it take us to get to level twenty five four years ago? Okay, and that is what we're talking about. So the G three economy got the bigger boost. Is anybody surprised? G4 economy did get a boost. Hey, Bubba Joe, how about your G5 refinery? I bet it went up 200%, didn't it? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Wait, did, did it go up 150%? Nope. <laughs> but it went up 100% at least, right? Yes. Oh, okay, okay. So wait, oh, you really? got the same percentage increase as G4. But now mm-hmm. let's remember what our what our cost <laughs> analysis is from many months ago. Mm-hmm. 4x g5 cost exactly 400 percent more than g4 now you g4 players you still think that's you still feel like you you you're feeling rough today <laughs> by the way 400 percent more right than when g4 launched by the way let me add that little caveat 4x andar you got it buddy 
four times. And you know what their event material payouts are? Half. Check. What? They're half. <laughs> they're half of what it is for G4. And they think there's nothing wrong with the G5 economy. That's the worst part. You got it, Dekix. Hey, listen, Dekix, free to play Ops 49. It's time to start camping. Mm-hmm. Trying right. to get you to slow play. Yeah, it's time to start slow camping. Dekix says, no, I'm going to do it. You will regret it, Dekix. Okay? <laughs> you will regret the G5 economy, I promise. All right, we're going to wrap this up. Bottom line is the refinery updates while... I certainly understand that it doesn't give everybody the progression that they want. Mathematically, it's a pretty solid chunk, especially for the younger, newer players out there. Uh, G4, probably still pretty decent, probably in the neighborhood of around 18,000 materials per month. And uh, Bubba Joe, that's probably actually a relatively equivalent number for you guys, except your stuff costs four times more. So, you know... There you go. G5 leaderboards always pay out. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Uh, Balabomb says G5 leaderboards always pay out. Yeah, I mean, I get that. But it's not – I mean, I'm here to tell you, like, it's still just not enough. I mean, 4X four, four with only, half the payout. That's the only part of being an early adopter that that is in your favor. Okay? So, Ravager, I didn't I'm, say 18 I'm, per. All right, actually, I'm saying six per. 18 total materials. 18,000 total materials, 6,000 per month. You say you've been saving gas for three weeks and you've got 9K, so you're actually probably supporting my theory. But we won't tell anybody. <laughs> All right? <laughs> I don't want anyone to know you're agreeing with me. Just just give a thumbs up. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, uh, Bubba Joe, you got good timing because what we're going to do when we come back is we're going to talk about one of your favorite topics in this game, the Green Bay Packers. I'm just kidding. Um, we, we're going to talk. Are about- they going to lose to a quarterback named after a lighter? What? What's his name? Zep. Z- Zep. Yeah, you guys knocked Poyer out of the game, and you're lo- you could lose to Zep. I'm not going to lose to Zep. Stop it! Don't be mean. Uh, we're going to take a break, but when we do come back, we are going to talk about rare tactical cores, Armada loot, and ladies and gentlemen, a special guest professor who promised that he was not going to bring five gallons of red ink today, uh, we will introduce him and allow him to explain to you why I am completely and totally 1,000% wrong when it comes to Armada loot sourcing. This comes up on the other side of the break. Plus, Bubba Joe, I have a hint for you. Uh, Or hints, possibly, maybe, I'll explain to you uh, a little bit later in the show. A lot more to come, guys. Don't go anywhere. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We'll return in a moment. Hang on. Hey, everybody, listen. While we're here playing the game, it would be nice if your business was still making you money, right? That's where a proper online marketing strategy can come into play, and to do that, there's a high degree of likelihood you need an expert. You think I know how to properly maximize tags with the highest penetration and the lowest cost per keyword? No, definitely not. That's why I call up our friends at allinadvertising.com. From SEO to PPC to website design and social media management, these guys have got your online marketing presence handled so you can do other things like hunt Bubba Joe's miners. Visit allinadvertising.com slash talking track for a special offer today and help them help you go from being a dolphin to a whale. Visit allinadvertising.com slash talking track today. This portion of the show brought to you by Facebook 
Facebook.com slash MN Toy Posse. MN Toy Posse is a group of professionals gathered together around their love of something not only fun and youthful, but also a big business today. Toys, folks. Toys. Whether it's old toys or new toys, expensive toys, antique toys, or brand spanking new releases, these guys can help you find it, buy it, or sell it. I have yet to find a challenge they could not meet. So check them out. Your absolute toy professionals at facebook.com slash MN Toy Posse. It's my toy posse for the toy collector in all of us. More from Talking Trek coming up right after this break. Hang on. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Reese's Monkey Peanut Butter Cups. Creamy peanut butter and zesty monkey. Two great tastes in one great candy bar. On the next episode of Home Hustlers, we check back in on Britt and Gavin's journey to buy their first home. So we moved back in with my mother, but honestly, between her boyfriend, Carl, and her dog, Ginger's gas problems, we need to get out of here. Join Britt and Gavin as they continue to look for the perfect... Uh, any home. Yeah, man caves are totally out of the question. At the last house, our agent said, number twos have to be done on the outside of the house. She actually said that. Will they find some place to live? Wait, mortgage rates are at 6%. Who do these people think we are? The Kardashians? Oh, more uncomfortable dinners with Carl it is. That sure is a pretty blouse you have on there, little girl. I'm 42, Carl. Ooh. <laughs> Tune in for an all-new season of Saturday Night Live, featuring the funniest people on the planet, including Pete Davidson. Cut, cut! Pete Davidson left the show. Says he wanted to grow his career or something. Take it from where we left off. Featuring funny people such as Kate McKinnon. Cut, cut, cut! McKinnon's out too, along with Red, Mooney, Bryant, and some other folks I honestly thought were made-up names. Aristotle Atari? That's not a real person, right? Here's the new copy. Let's take it from the top. Tune in for an all-new season of Saturday Night Live featuring some people you've never heard of and Kenan Thompson. All right. I think we got it. I like the way sparkling earrings lay against your skin so brown and I want to sleep with you in the desert tonight with a billion stars all around cause I got a Welcome in, everybody. Appreciate you guys all being here. My name is Ultimate DJs. Happy Sunday evening to you, and welcome in to the stage of Talking Trek Live. We are Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Yes, Wolfwood. Wolfwood throwing up a picture, Bubba Joe, of the NX-01 Enterprise. And I'm pretty sure this song actually got used uh, more than once in Star Trek Enterprise. Did it not? Pretty sure it did. That's yeah, a good song. Uh, Bubba Joe, you still with us? Yo, Bubba. Bubba, Bubba. Bubba, Bubba, Bubba. Yo, Bubba. Hey, there you go. They, they did use this song, right? Didn't the Eagles get uh, get premiered in, in Star Trek Enterprise? I think they did. Not, like, premiered. Like, <laughs> featured. Featured. 
right? I don't recall. Trader, why are you laughing? By all the llama pic- He's taken aback by all the llama pictures that are appearing <laughs> in uh, chat. Why Why llama pictures when the Eagles are playing? Like, I, don't, I don't necessarily really understand that. Is it, are you guys making fun of my? Are you guys making fun yes, of my musical playlist are. today? Absolutely. Why are no, you making fun of my playlist was, today? Listen, the, I, I. It was the Carl advert. It was the Carl advert. It was the, the Carl. Carl. Okay. <laughs> Carl yes. Lama. Carl. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was Carl. 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 How many of you guys watch uh, The Walking Dead? Carl. Yeah. All right, yeah. That's... We need to we need to watch the llamas on YouTube. There's all the llamas <laughs> on the Carl, Carl. <laughs> all right, everybody. Uh, appreciate you. <laughs> I didn't even mean to do that, but okay. Here's where we are, Trader. This is the was, rest of the show. Was the stupid news funny today? Yes, it was. It was, it was fantastic amazing. today, man. <laughs> Listen, like even even the audience was like, dude, top notch, A grade, okay? Like superb. All right, really 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 good. Um listen. Uh here's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to invite somebody to the stage. I'm struggling to do it. We're going to get into a topic, uh Bubba Joe that you have been fussing about for the last couple of weeks. You've been fussing about rare tactical cores. Yeah? That's what you've been doing, right? Why, what, why, Ripper, why isn't this, why can't I invite him to the stage? What's happening? Hold on, did he raise his hand? No, he didn't raise his hand. I need you to raise your hand, dude. That's about the only way I'm going to probably be able to get this to work. All right, oh, there he, he's already on the stage. Okay, thank you. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome, 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 welcome. Appreciate you guys all being here. This is uh, the meat of the teaching today. Uh, is going to be on rare tactical cores. Most specifically, directives. Bubba, you've said it. There's not enough directives in the game. And I agree with you. All right? But you also say, how am I supposed to focus on a new loop when I still need so much of the other loot to get beyond this crazy wall of rare tactical cores that I need in order to progress to Ops 50? Uh, to, to Ops 50. Now, what he's talking about, community, before anybody gets gets too disillusioned with the fact that this is a whale segment, let me remind you, all right, if you are in your late 30s or even early 40s, there is something super duper important that you have to start paying attention to now that is a multi-month progress uh, process, Bubba Joe, that you, if you do not start on it now, you are going to be in a world of hurt, okay? And what I am referring to, I'm sorry, not Ops 50, but Ops 51, all right? And what I'm (laughs) referring to is the Armada Control Center. Now, Bubba Joe, what is required to get to uh, Ops 51, basically before you can ascend, you need to have your Armada Control Center at Ops level uh, at level 45. Now, that doesn't sound crazy, all right? Oh, that's five levels back. <laughs> that's five levels back. No big deal. I only need ACC 45. Well, let's add up something that is going to absolutely blow your mind right out from behind your face, Okay. Those six levels of ACC 
the six levels of ACC that are required to progress, all right, are going to take a large sum of these bright blue uh, rare tactical cores. Now, it's only 400 to get to ops level 40. Okay, not a big deal. 650 to get to 41, still not a great big deal. All right, uh, 1,300, and then 43 is 1,950, and then 44. I'm just adding these up in my head here real quick. Actually, I'm not using my head. That's a lie. I'm using a calculator. Okay, here we go. 13,400 rare tactical cores. 13,400. Now, Ripper, you've told me before, uh, let's pretend that you're Ops 42, right, Steven Aaron? 42, is that a good number? How many rare tactical cores actually are available in your G4 rare armada chest? Which, by the way, just blows. All right? There's only one reason to ever consider um, pulling it. The guaranteed amount is 20. <laughs> you're kidding me right that's a joke nope 20 but guys <laughs> you need 13,400 of them rut row rut row this is what Yay. Bubba Joe's been talking about this is what Ripper's been talking about alright you got it Moon Knight Scopely wants you to know that there is indeed a pack available if you need them for $99.99. And by the way, that pack only shows up once every few months. And Bubba Joe, well, it's and, usually and limit the pack one. changes. Yeah, it's usually only like limit one or limit two, and how oh. many actually come in that pack. So the pack changes when you go from ACC 45 to 46. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't have any idea what was in the sub 45 one anymore. Hmm. Not much. Not much. You know what's interesting? I you mean, mentioned ACC 46, right? That's what you mentioned. I, I'd be curious, Bubba Joe, why would you mention ACC 46? Don't we only need 45 if we're going to ascend to G5? Uh, that's when the, the price gets really absurd for the uh, ACC. Okay. There is something else that players should be looking at as far as a progression with your ACC, isn't that right? Uh, yes. Yes. As a matter of fact, ladies and gentlemen, you could open up stfc.space. Shout out! Ripper. Take a look in your research tab and find Armada Pillager. Armada Pillager. And it requires ACC 46. Blue Mandalorian. Uh, listen, is anybody... Uh, Trader, maybe you could help me out. Anything that Blue Mandalorian posts, let's grab that and just throw it in the graphics room. He's he's actually got teaching materials today. All right. All right. I will um, do that. So we'll do that, and I'm going to introduce you guys to a man who needs no introduction, but we're going to bring Blue up here in just a second. I'm just kind of setting the stage. ACC 45 is what you need. ACC 46 is pretty daggone important, Bubba Joe, because that is a 30% loot bonus to any and all armadas from now till the end of time, right? Even these new Cardassian armadas. You guys are getting a 30% extra loot bonus on top of everything else. You're getting that loot bonus for armadas of all types, correct? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. All right. Now, somebody else mentions another benefit of the ACC, of tearing up that uh, armada control center, and that is going to come all the way at ACC 
50, which is getting really, really stupid. I mean, really stupid. As a matter of fact, just to go from ACC 49 to 50 is 90,000 rare tactical cores. One level, Bubba Joe. But what happens at that one level? That one level gives you a seventh slot. Okay? Which clearly we need for a lot of our armada. You know, I would almost imagine that it's not necessarily as much about power as it is about, you know, your team. There's more points to be scored in kill events. There's more uh, benefits that can be enjoyed by the team, so to speak. Uh, so, I don't know. Somebody would somebody would probably argue as to whether or not that seventh slot is really needed. But it doesn't really matter if it's going to take you 90,000 cores to get there. By the way, Infinite Key points out that one $100 pack only contains 18,000 rare tactical cores. Which means you'd need $500 to progress one level of your ACC. So, what can we do to mitigate some of these costs. And this is why I'm saying, guys, you might say, it's going to be two years before I get to Ops 50. That's fair. I understand that. Guess what? This strategy, probably you still need to start it now. You probably, the sooner the better. The sooner the better. Let me introduce to you guys a man who needs no introduction from Servers 8 and 32, Ops 45. You know him as Blue Mandalorian. Today, he is Professor Blue. Ladies and gentlemen, a round warm welcome uh, for Blue Mandalorian on our stage, who, uh, yeah, that's right. Go ahead. Blue, after the last show, when I'm talking to Bubba about loot, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I I don't buy the G3 chest. That's stupid. I don't buy the G3 chest. I don't, I'm not hurting for G3 materials. As a matter of fact, Bubba, I just told you. Earlier, I got like 18,000 of them. I don't need all those G3 materials. Blue sends me a message. He was like, yo, DJ, for a smart person, you're so stupid. <laughs> it's not about the materials at all. Is it, Blue? It's never I been about I hope he used those exact words. Oh, he did. He, he called me. He said, <laughs> especially <laughs> that you're so smart. All right? Absolutely. That's what he said. He said, you're such a smart person. <laughs> Blue, tell me. Uh, you got a little bit of feedback, so uh, try to help with your headphones a little bit there. But tell me, you basically kind of said, and yo, DJ, listen, you've got this approach kind of all wrong. There is a strategy involving not only the G3, but also the G4 uh, on occasion, but also incorporating the epic chest as well. Blue, I'm just going to turn over the stage. I'm going to turn my mic off, all right? I got 33 minutes left on my red blinky clock. Why don't you teach these people how to source directives because you told me and by the way i made a claim on the last show blue i think it ended up being wrong i stated that you've used this method to earn a hundred thousand epic directives that it was indeed a misstatement but you've certainly earned many many thousands right at, at least one metric butt ton yeah uh one entire metric butt ton of epic directives guys this i've missed out on this i've missed out on this for two years so blue Teach the people, how do you make it so that, A, you're earning your rare tactical cores in a decent period of time, pacing it out and and not running into the wall like Bubba Joe did. But moreover, we see all these different events every single month. Um, And I have kind of always resigned my fact to the fact that epics were still, three years later in this game, epics were pretty much pay only. That's not really the case, is it? No, no, definitely not. 
All right. my uh, feedback? Everything good? Uh, sounds much better. Blue, right. tell these people how this actually works. Well, you know, for one thing, you're always for the uh, Armada Chess in your Alliance store. They're going to give directives to the next, to the upper uh, rarity every each time. So you're going to get rare directives from your uncommon chests and epic directives from your rare chests. So one thing with the uh, G3 to G4 transition, people think, oh, I don't need G3 anymore. Am I? I got to save up all these credits for these the massive costs of these G4 chests. But the thing with the G4 chests is that payouts really aren't that like well and bang for buck of your credits. So one thing that people don't realize that they're suffering on is the payment of the epic directives that they were going to, that Sculpey was thinking they were getting anyways, but they were sleeping on because they were saving up for the ridiculous cost of the G4 chest. So the thing is, I made a chart that I just posted, and uh, I did about six polls of the uh, the full 30,000 G3 polls, and uh, you can see the data there, where uh, af after six, I got about 650 epic directives, so that's about, you get at least one epic a week, that's for sure, and uh, all the uncommon uh, that you get for G3 that you will use for your scrapper ships I know Ripper was commenting how he doesn't have a lot of G3 to use for scrapper ships. Uh, because what? You, you were saying that G3 was short in terms of your income. When was I saying that? Well, he said, he said he wanted more. He said, quote, I want to swim in it, is what he said. I don't think that he's necessarily super short. But on the other hand, you could be thinking Bubba Joe because Bubba has said before that even you, Ops 57 Bubba Joe, are still pulling the G3 rare chest because you don't have enough materials. You want your scrapper going, like, constant, right? Correct. I, I am constantly in uh, search for more G3 materials. I don't know that I've ever run out exactly, but I always need more. Now, now the math I did was more of an extrapolation because there's only six pulls, but, you know, for... The anal for what I analyzed, I took it, multiplied the six pulls by five for if you were going to do 30 days of pulls. And you get about, uh, you know, around 2,000 uncommon uh, G3 for the gas and the, or at least got 1,000 for the crystal. I don't know how that would even out after actual pulls, but at least it's a hefty amount that isn't nothing for scrapper ships. So that's nice too. And the officer XP. So, Basically, the way I went about it is when I extrapolated it to 30 days, you get 3,200 epic directives. So six epic directives every month, six epic starts every month. And then you get the uh, thousands of uncommon. And then you get about a year of speed ups and 10 million officer XP. So that's that stuff adds up over time. If you do that every month, which I've been doing for the last six months, it it, it, you really feel like you're swimming in it then. So now let me ask though, because this is, it, it's all, it all sounds great, Blue. All right. This is kind of exactly the conversation you and I had. This sounds great. All right. But players are going to listen to this and they're going to look at your charts and they're going to be like, okay, well, what he's talking about is 210,000 rare loot a week. I mean, that's a lot. Right, it costs thirty thousand to do a full six chest, 
and you you could do that every single day. Where where am I getting all this loot? Because rare directives continue to be a pain point. We know that Scopely gives us guaranteed if we engage, we get three starts per month. That's it, Blue. Three starts per month. So how am I getting all the loot necessary to to be able to do all these pulls? Well, I mean, step one step one is having an alliance that you can count on. <laughs> all right. And yeah. and what do you mean? That they're gonna show up and I'm not gonna fail? Because you're gonna Because you're you're, you're right. If I get three starts and I'm in a team of of you know, uh, if, if I get three starts a month and I've got a, a five-man ACC, then that is technically 15 plays that I should get every single month if we just even it out, right? Technically, it's 15 plays. Now, a lot of players will play more and a lot of players will play less or there's extra starts or this or that. But if you're doing this completely entirely free to play, then you would assume that you get to play in roughly 15. But smaller players are also going to get smaller loot, right, Blue? That's true, but that's not what you're going for. It never will be if the strategy that I am suggesting is used. Ah, Waffley says he's talking about mooching in a whale alliance. Actually, he's not. <laughs> no, you don't mooch in a whale alliance. You just mooch off a whale. <laughs> okay, I wasn't going to use you that find, terminal. You find, someone, you find someone like me and, you know, you tell them what you need. I wasn't no, going it's to. It's a straight-up mooching because – you know, there are times where the outcome is the same regardless of your presence there. <laughs> okay, so that that was kind of what I was leaning at. If I'm the small guy that shows up to a 50, uh, a 50 rare or a 51 rare, I've said, I said on the last show, Blue, this was part of why you messaged me. I said, I get nothing. I go home with nothing compared to if I ran a 38 rare, for example. You said, I'm doing it wrong. Yeah, if you're in the ops about 38 to 45 range, the most ideal thing you can be doing is hosting the deepest rare, the deepest uh, dark space armadas you can find, and being, and then part, for rare credits, it's participating in 39 rares with a loot crew on. Technically, if you are used to having a whale in your armada circle when you're in dark space. Now, let me let me address a couple of things here real quick. All right, because I gave a very clear disclaimer here, folks. Okay, I gave a very clear disclaimer. So for somebody saying, how is this helping a level 35? It's not. All right, it's not for you. All right, I mean, it could still be, but it's not meant to be. I said that if you are in your late 30s, as in 38 plus, all right, through your lower 40s, you have to start looking at something like this. Now, it may be that you don't have a big, huge whale. You do, you're not talking about you have to go start a level 50 blue, right? You just want to find and coordinate. <gasps> God forbid, Baba Joe! You're going to have to work with your team to find out who is available and what is the largest target that you can kill. And where I do tie onto this is where I have said repeatedly and multiple times over and over and over again that if you do not survive an armada with only one player standing, you're leaving loot on the table. And this is now, Blue, where this is kind of starting to come into play, right? Like, if I am going to go and and call up Captain Bull and JB and Foe and we're going to go try to do a 50 rare, doesn't matter if I live or die, right? I don't care. 
if I live or die. But what is one thing that I need to do with this armada if I do want to come home with any level of loot? Well, either host it, kill it or be a decent number compared to the other numbers in the armada. So either be the whale or start it. Mm-hmm. Well, now starting it sounds a little bit easier. Starting it actually sounds a little bit simpler, Blue. It doesn't matter if I live or die, and and my whales are probably, heck, trader, you might even, oh, I don't know, appreciate the fact that somebody's going to give you a couple of rares. You guys can come in, get the lion's share of the loot because you guys have bigger loot needs. What am I after, Blue? If I'm starting this and I want Trader and Bubba Joe to come kill it, what's the point if I go home with 10 loot? Well, when you open the battle log, and you click that little rewards thing. There's this little chest. You click open. And that's the first time you do that for the dark space, you're going to say, oh, my. Because oh my. Uh, it's going to be far more. It's basically right off the bat, a 41 rare host chest is going to give you more. It's going to give you 45,000. So more than a full pull right off the bat. So it's starting one rare 41 is going to get me 45,000 loot, which is enough for one day's Full pull, but now you said I'm supposed to be doing this like the other 30 days of the month too, right? Well, that's why you should look into 44s, and that's the 70,000 chest that they have comes into play. All right, and, so now uh, I'm two days. That's, so that's uh, 70,000 there, and that's so that would be uh, just about three three hostings of those is that 21, uh, uh, 210,000. That would be a whole a full weeks of pulls. So, so wait, wait, least, wait, wait. Um, when you're talking about these pulls, is there a cooldown on the rare chest? It's only a day, right? Yeah, 24 hours. So if I'm doing 30,000 a day, that's 210,000 a week. And if I did all three of my starts on rare 44s, then I funded myself for that week, but then I'm done. I don't have any more rare directives for the other three weeks, right? Yeah. And, well, what I'm getting at here is that it's not going to be you're not going to hit the ground running with this. Just like, you know, if, I, I'm sure that even for, uh, you know, the G3 players, they've noticed that typically you can get more epic credits than you can spend them because of the six-day cooldown. So that that by coincidence, they build up a buffer. So even if they are in epic for like a couple of weeks, they still have that buffer waiting for them to keep pulling those two chests. So it might be a transition period where you're doing a lot of these hostings with not every day of polling, but at least starting out a little e- like increasing frequency until you get enough of a buffer amount where you can do these every day without any worries. And I, I definitely, once I hit 1 million, I felt I hit that point. So when you, so you're saying that you're still going to build up, even doing 30,000 chess polls per day, you think that your team is still going to get you to a point of surplus? Well, for me, it's a mat. It's also a matter of how high you can reach. You know, it's you're going to be of a little more of a slower period if your cap is at 75 warp, because that means 44 is what you're hosting. But if you can get any 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 ship to 120, then you can do the 47s, and those are 109,000 for hosting. So you guys, take a look. If- take a look in the graphics room where we posted up. Uh, a chart of all the regular armadas, faction and neutral, uh, by Blue Mandalorian. This is a chart, and most of these have uh, at least all the deep space starter chests. Now, some of the lower ones we don't have, 
But you can see here that he's got the system, the starter chest, the level of the armada, the systems in which they're contained, and the warp range required to get there. Now, if you are, uh, pr- let, let's say, let, let, let's call it a, a whale, Bubba Joe. If you're a whale, then you're probably not really in the same kind of boat because you've got directives, you've bought directives, you probably have a little bit of a stash of a loot, or at least you already are bought in on this exchange. The reason that I wanted to teach it to people today is, is people like me who are looking for that efficiency, looking for the maximum return, all right? Uh, because I don't buy directives. Ripper, you've said it before. You don't buy directives either, all right? And, and I have been, Blue. I'm going to be fine for, your, for yours your, because I have inadvertently amassed 3.6 million rare loot. 3.6 million, which I was saving for Ops 49. So I could start at least getting the better return out of the G4 rare chest. But Blue, you're telling me the G4 rare chest is really not anything that, that I should ever be paying a lot of attention to. In short version, Blue, you're saying do the G3 rare chest. The G3 rare chest. Do that as often and as quickly as you can. That's going to give you epic directives. And then use this exact same type of mentality with the epics. All right? Try to drive to the largest one that you can warp to to get that starter chest. And Blue, at what point should a player, even such as myself, 47, or maybe a 45, or a 43, where should those players start pulling the G4 epic Armada loot chest? I would say, you know, for me, I'm a little more like you in terms of like my stockpiles need stockpiles. I'm very frugal, but the uh, I think about just if you keep it above one million, you never have to worry in terms of like a cold. Like there might be a cold turkey period of armadas that you go through or something. You know, it's just the insurance. But you definitely don't need the million. But that's you know about a week's worth if you were going to do it every day rare pull. You know, on the rare pull. But now yeah, looking at the G4 epic, the, the long the end game here is indeed the rare tactical cores, right? The the tactical yeah. cores are the end game. So if I'm looking now at the G4 epic chest, all right, and by the way, a full max pull of a G4 epic is at least at my level is two hundred and eighty thousand loot. All right. Probably still gonna take me a little bit of time. On the other hand, if I'm able to it incre- use... It changes by level, by the way. I, d- I know. It scales up. It gets more expensive, too, right? So even at Ops 47, it would take me almost a million loot. Now, certainly says this is Alice in Wonderland. And, and I mean, I kind of thought the same thing. I mean, honest to God, kind of thought the same thing. There's First of all, there's no way that I'm going to earn 210,000 loot a week. It's 800,000 loot a month. All right. But when you actually look and see what it is that you do have in your bank, I mean, most of you are not starting out with zero. Real quick. No, Unalesca, the advice is not do more more armadas. You're, You're missing it. Okay. You're missing it. First of all, it does actually depend on the power of your team. 
All right. But real quick, let, let's start here, Blue, because some people are missing out on this. They're kind of approaching this the same way I did, which is you're, you're kidding me, right? Like this doesn't sound real. Real quick, everybody, show me very quickly how much rare loot you've got in your store. Go to your inventory, see how much rare loot you got. Okay? See how much rare loot you got. Now, let's also pretend that at uh, hey, Unaleska, let's use you for an example. Okay? Unaleska, uh, what is your best warp range? I mean, it could be on the Fisha, it could be on a Meridian, uh, it could be on a Disco. Don't forget disco. to... Don't forget to load up Grush and TOS Scotty and, and Cadet Scotty. Like, what is the best warp range you can do? Okay? And by the way, while we're doing that, we're going to see some people throw up their loot. There's Ransusi at 12,000 rare loot. All right, Ransusi, Europe's 42. I don't know. I've got a question for you to follow up with here in a minute. Blue Mandalorian's got 1.6 million, but he's the, the professor. Uh, here we go, 140,000 from VAM over on server 34. Thank you. Balabom uh, with 780,000. That's actually a great bank. All right. Um, Raging Ginger with 100,000, 111,000. Looking good. All right. So let me ask this question. Here we go. Warp range. Hey, looky there, Unaleska. Warp range 102. Very good. That's good, right, Blue? That's very good for her. She's on server 61, which is also a relatively newer server compared to some of the rest of us. So warp range 102, pretty daggone good. Let's go back and look at the chart. Now, Unileska, let me ask you another question. And why this is strategic, why this is going to require you to kind of map this thing out and work it out with your team. What is the power on your team? Like, do you have people with a combination of ships that can make it to warp range 100. And by the way, if you're looking at his chart, that would be enough for a rare 44. So do you have power on your team that can indeed and do run rare 44s? Like if there's an Armada event going, do does anybody on your team go and run rare 44s? If d Does that happen? And I'm kind of waiting on you to, on you to answer because I'm, I'm customizing this for you. All right? Does it happen? By the way, Stuart pointing out, Disco might be good, Bubba Joe, but look over here on server 133. Stuart says, listen, I'm an Ops 41. My Fisha has warp 130, uh, 133 with max, cargo, uh, max warp range crew. So, Bubba, if he was going to look at warp 133 blue... That means that he can get all the way up to a rare 47, right? He can go yeah. up to a rare 47. 120 is the flip. 120 is the flip. All right. So he can go to a rare 47, but that's silly, Blue. He doesn't need to go with a fecha. God, he's going to die. That's the dumbest thing ever. He's going to die either way. Wait, what? I mean, he can send his best ship. He's still going to die. Uh, but you don't want to die with an armada. As a matter of fact, isn't the best way to do armadas when I live and, and go home with no repair? Oh my God. No, that's the part you had right all along, DJ. <laughs> oh, I did have that part right. Okay, good. Good. Yeah, Woo! It's, it's huh. like the one, one of the urban legends that I just really want to just, just pummel away is you really do 
does not matter how well you do in Armada, just how well the Armada does. The team does. does. Now, look, Unileska, we're going to continue with your example. I asked if you had a team that could do rare 44s. You say, we have several that can reach the 44s. Our largest player is an Ops 53. Unileska, you've got it made. I will tell you right now. You've got it made. Ops 53 and you can do that, our, our 44, all by yourselves. Yeah, a Vorcha can solo a 47 rare. You yep. have got it made. So, Unileska, here's what you're going to do. When you're ready to, when you have earned uh, your directives, and, by the way, you're going to wait for an event that's going to reward you for it, okay? And, by the way, I don't mean buy in on this on day one and just go out and start doing a bunch of rares. I still, to this day, maintain that you will pull the loot as you get it. Does it matter if you can't do six max full pulls every single day of the week, seven days a week, Blue? Does it actually matter? No. Initially, no. no. Okay. Obviously, the more you can do, the faster this loop is going to work for you. But I've said it before, Trader. You know what somebody said in our chat uh, here like a week or two ago? My team feels like it's failing if they're not doing max of everything every single day, right? Yeah. Absolutely. You don't feel that way. Don't feel that way. All right? But as you can, let's do it. I, You know what? Snake Eyes is making fun of me in the chat right now, Trader. What were you waiting on, DJs? 3.6 million rare loot? Were you going to convert it and send your kids to college with it? What are you doing? Guys, Listen, you you kind of said it on a previous show, Trader. What 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 would what would I get to do? Would I get to bank that thing out like all my unpaid vacation time? If this game goes offline tomorrow, would I get to bank that thing out and and you know go on a on a vacation to the to the Bahamas? <laughs> I mean, there's there's a value to having 3.6 million rare armada loot, right? I'm going to be able to bank that out. Yeah. No. That's true. I mean, it's, you I, know, it, it I base could. Some of it, but I'm in a different position, you know. That's right. Unpaid vacation. Okay. Now, yeah. now let me come back to Unileska, and then I'll do one more. Okay. Unileska, you have an Ops 53. So you know what you do now? During your next Armada event, you're going to get with your 53, and you're going to say, yo, Blue Mandalorian over there on the Talking Trek podcast, he... He gave me an idea, and I'd like to try something with you if you don't care, all right? If you don't mind, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use you for your strength and power, you big old strong beast <laughs> or something other flirty, okay? Just stop. Or you just ask him, okay? Or you just be like, hey, listen, I will start it. I want the starter chest, but... You can have the loot. Or we can bring everybody. Listen, if it's an Armada event, Bubba Joe, and it's a rare, there could be points to go around. Right? So, hey, get with the 53. Hey, you, you know what? Dark Menace has got this right. You, like, you don't have to make it weird like I just tried to do. You can just be like, hey, can I start one and can you carry my Armada? Done. <laughs> there you go. All right? Dark Menace has got it right. That's all you need. Unileska, ask your guy. Okay? Be like, hey, I'm going to start a 44 rare. It's the biggest warp range I got. And by the way, go through and check, not just with Disco, 
Okay? Not just with disco. Check your fecia. Check your amalgam. Check your meridian. All with maximum warp range crews. Go so, as high as you can because you're going to die. So you so might as well note, get as much loot as you can. Franklin A is another great one. Go ahead, Blue. On that note, there is one way that an Ops 38 Plus can reach Ops uh, Warped 120, and that is with a, I believe is a either tier six or tier five, I think it's a tier six amalgam with a tier seven engine. And that is 115 warp base. And then so you can add, and then you can add brush. Yeah. Then you can add grush. All right. So For, when uh, you guys are looking at this, all right, what you need to do is to actually determine where you can go. Now, shop guy says, yo, I'm a level 41 ACC 39. Is there a chart of strength? needed for the level of armada to know what you can beat this is actually a really good question shop guy there used to be okay but i would say blue that that has really really lost its mathematical predictability here over the last year or two because of yeah. all the research and the different kinds of armadas and you know swarmadas and borgmadas and now cardimadas uh, all of this stuff it really is different if you're going back to all the faction, the original faction armadas, gosh, what do you think it is now, Blue? If you've, if you've got G4 ships, it's probably, what, 25% power, well crewed? Yeah, the actual amount, yeah. I mean, it's safe. I'd just say either have a, either have a G5 or have half the power if we're like, you know, if anyone a quick and dirty. But definitely you can get down to 20%. Yeah, yeah, that's if you were wanting to skate by. Um, but a, a, a G5 will guarantee a win and probably more than 35 to 40% will guarantee a win if you're well crewed. Okay. I don't know. You're right. Snake eyes. I don't like Cardi Mata either. I've been calling them Carmatas, but somebody else called it a Cardi Mata. I don't think I'm liking that. I think I just like Carmatas better. I think I'll yeah, stick I with that. With I Carmatas and I was like, wait, what am I thinking? It's Carmatas. Yeah. Carmatas. I, I think I'll go with a Carmata. Um, but, uh, that said to answer your question, what can you do? Your highest player is 49. So what ship is he flying? What kind of crew? But I'm, I'm here to tell you if your highest players are 49, let's assume he's got a G4 rare. All right. Um, and is that the only one or do you have a couple of guys with G4 rares? I would imagine with good crew and a couple of decently developed G4 rares, uh, a rare 44 is going to be no sweat. Blue, you think? I don't know. I am very unfamiliar with a lot of these deep space armadas. I've done very few of them. I mean, with uh, 44 rare, I mean, at most, you probably just need, like, if you had two G4 rares, you're good to go. So two G4 rares going to be solid on a rare 44. And if you're taking a look at that chart, a rare 44 start is good for 70,000 loot. Now, obviously, you got to survive it, Bubba Joe. So you got to make sure you live. Okay? Make sure that you're bringing that that strong player along with you. But, Bubba, traitor, gosh, you whales, you can't be bothered with the peasants of your alliances, right? You don't want to be bothered. You don't want to be bothered going around and and running all of these high-value armadas and earning all of this loot because you have the biggest ships and you can probably do it with loot crew and you've got a uh, a better bonus and you've got armada pillager. These guys can keep all their loot. You don't need it, do you? Well, leaving aside the quite obvious sarcasm, um, 
Now, I don't need the loot, but that said, <laughs> the only reason I still play this game is because of the people in my alliance. And if they need me to run these, I'm going to freaking run them for them. That's what it's, that's what it's all about. What, okay. Why? What's the point if, if I don't do that? What's the point if I don't help them? Well, I why would imagine that loot is, I mean, now listen, there's another perspective there because Bubba Joe's been talking about loot. I would have assumed that loot is still important to a G5 player because Bubba is upset that he has to give once, some up. Once well, you get to 56, you no longer care. Yes. Uh, 57. Uh, once you get to no 57. Yeah. Because when, because that's the last time you can upgrade the ACC. ACC stops mm-hmm. at 50. Yes. So at 57... <laughs> So at 57 is the last time that it actually matters. So Warhol says, listen, let me clarify real quick. If I start, do I need to live? No. Your team just has to beat the Armada. So if you're the starter, you do not have to survive. All right? As a matter of fact, if you're going with Athesha, I can promise you you're not going to survive. You're going to die. You're going to well, die in the first and, round. All right? But it's DJ, okay. There's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. It's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. No, you there's should. Players in, you there's should. A, there's a Ops 42 player in my alliance who the, his deepest warp ship is Aphisha, and he can get out to, like, the the rare 50s, and that's what he stops. He starts it with his Aphisha, and and I go along and help as do others in my alliance. This is what it is. That's what we're there for. So if he's doing a rare 50, Trader, he's doing mm-hmm. a rare 50, he just scored, because you're going to kill it, he just scored yeah. 170,000 loot off one start? Yeah. Hmm. Yep. Tag on, Blue. And for a player that's that size, that's a huge amount of credits. It's a very, very large amount of credits. Benny Hill says he should bring loot crew. Well, that depends, Benny Hill. Look at your warp range, okay? You're right. You could. You could. But you then would need the native warp range, right? You have to be able to get to the largest target. Now, Blue, you had said a minute ago, like, warp 120 is kind of like a big cutoff. After that, the next cutoff is 160. So let's go back to Lady Unalesca, who says, with maximum warp, I can do warp 133, right? If Unalesca, if you could take off one officer and add five of 11, and you could keep warp 120, then sure, go for that. Now, I will point out, it makes very little difference. All right. Uh, Hold on, hold on one second, though. It's going to make 39. There's a clear and cut solution here. And that is, I don't know about 38s, but for a 39, you throw a Scotty Scotty Grush on your discovery. It should be 76. And you should be good to go to host the 75, 44 rares and bring any ship you want to them. There you go. Now you could, I mean, and again, here's my point. This is why loot crew is not going to matter a great deal. Loot crew is really not going to matter a whole lot because, again, you're after it for the starter chest. If you've got a 1 million power Fisha against the 50 million power, you know, Tribune that's up there, you're talking about bringing home actual loot from the Armada of, like, six. (laughs) All right. Loot crew will get you to seven. (laughs) Okay. So it's not 
a huge deal with Loot Crew. Warp Crew is going to be the big thing. You're not going to get much because of the power distribution. The starter chest is what you're after. The starter chest is what it's all about. Now, you come back and you take a look at these Armada chests. All right? You're looking at the Armada chest. Materials. Blueprints. Uh, The blueprints don't matter. But the faction credits. Okay? There's materials in there. There's faction credits, right? Bubba, we could always use more faction credits. Okay? True statement. True statement. There's, the, of course, the directives in there. What else is in there that's worth a little bit? You had mentioned 10 million officer XP per week, Blue? That sounds... No, no, no. That was per month. Oh, 10 million a month? Well, listen, that's that's a whole month's worth of Domination Battle Pass events, Bubba Joe. I mean, there's your Domination for a whole 30 days. Figured it out. All right? So, Loot Crew is not about necessarily getting what the hostel is dropping it's about getting the starter chest now you do have to have the power okay you can't be the biggest on your team at ops 35 and this work so brand new servers or or you know ranked 30th alliances that don't have any power this isn't going to work okay and i understand that but there are absolutely ways that you can increase the loot. We talk about being in stronger teams. We talk about having like-minded players around you. All right. If you are going to incorporate this kind of a strategy, then you've got like-minded players already on your team. They're already there. And I bet you, I bet you a crisp $5 bill you approach Trader and say, hey, listen, I want to go start a 50 epic or 51 epic. She ain't going to tell you no. I don't think I've ever turned down when an alliance mate has asked me for help on something. I don't think I've ever told him no. Mm. Maybe I'm finishing my dailies. Can we wait 15 minutes? But I've never said, laughed at them and said, yeah, no, I'm not interested. Mimi says, loot crews are counterproductive if a low level brings... Five of 11, it's not going to go well. It doesn't matter. You're in a fascia. It's not going to go well anyway. All right. Yeah, right. But again, uh, five of 11 is not going to make a radical enhancement to yeah. the loot that you get. It's not about that. It's about the starter chest. So, yeah. And, and heck, even if, even, if you had, even if you could get there with your warp range, even going with the Troy crew and knock off those crits would, you know, can help. Oh, um, so, I see what you're uh, saying. Don't use five. Anyway, because of the Spock down bug. Yeah, yeah that's probably that's, yeah, that's probably actually a very good piece of advice. Actually, very very smart. So if you're ho- if you're crewing your host, the priorities go to warp range, followed by helping the armada, followed by loot. And then for helping the armada, you can do that one couple ways, and that might be you know not bringing your six to nerf like a G five players six of uh, eleven. Yeah, and, like have them start instead. Or, you know, having the Lorca, having the Troy, something that debuffs the Armada, having Kira as captain, maybe. It's something that debuffs the Armada with an officer that you won't negatively impact by having, like, on your bridge with a Spock down bug. i got to be honest with you, K21. If you're the only one bringing Gala, then Pike Moreau Gala doesn't do anything. All right? So it's not it's not really even worth it. Um, if you are going to be the solo and you don't want to impact anybody else's officer slots, then I do like the idea of a Troy that gets rid of all the crits. Uh, the Troy is a good idea. Or Kiro with, uh, Kiro with a full synergy. 
which I think is still better, by the way. All right, but you do need to be – let's see, none of the none of the DS9 crew uses stats, right, except for Kira. Gosh, so, so you really – you know, I don't you know, know one thing that, I've but. never tried, what happens with uh, Pike Moreau Khan? I don't know. Has anybody actually tested that one? Is Oof. that like nothing but crits? I don't know. Warhol says it works. Ooh. To turn a 5% into like a 7 or an 11%. Well, 11%. So it's not instant crits. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not instant. And it would still take a couple of rounds to to go. Yeah, that's interesting. Good good ideas. Good ideas. All right. Does anyone know what the starter chest gives for the Epic 51? Well, let's take a look at our chart here. The Epic 51 gives 98,100 Epic Armada loot in the starter's chest. And you can find all of this information in our graphics room. Special thanks to our host professor today, Blue Mandalorian, who sends me a message last week, Bubba Joe, and says, I cannot believe you're not doing this. Like, the guy who does all the math, how did you miss this one? I'll tell you how, Blue. You want to know what it is? And I've said this before on the show. This is because I spent a year as the whale of my alliance. I I spent a year as the whale of my lines, and I could not do these these big things. The biggest shit because I skipped the uncommons too. I only recently built the pylum. What? I skipped the uncommon G fours. So I only recently built the pylum. So deep space armadas were not a thing for me. This is how I didn't know because I couldn't do them. Yeah, that was that's that's definitely a, a poor progression choice. <laughs> once you once you can reach deep space, oh, God. try to host as many armadas up there as you can. Now, well, Wolfwood uh, asked a good true, question. But if he can't, but basically, as the whale of his alliance, if he can't basically solo that armada, then it doesn't matter. Well, because he's not going to win. I would refer to uh, one of uh, Reb's old lines on mm. that on that regard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Reb's got a sound. Line. Reb's got a soundbite for that. All right. Now Wolfwood asked a great question. Let's wrap up this segment with this. Wolfwood says, "Okay, but DJs, like I asked this question thirty minutes ago. Where do you get enough rare directives to do this? Well, you're right. You don't get but six hundred a month. All right. And we've got YouTube videos on this. Now, six hundred a month to do the rares blue. All right." But if you're able to buy into this, all right, which is why he was saying, listen, you're not going to build up a, a huge bank. You're not going to build up a huge bank of this stuff. Um, but being able to play in some others will help, which is why your warp range is so important. Go again back to the graphics room. If you can, uh, if you are a smaller person on your team, then your team is going to understand that you're requesting to do this. So if you go and you do the Rare 44 and you only get three starts a month, there's 210,000 loot. Now, out of that 210,000 loot, you're going to get roughly uh, seven times three. You're going to get 21 total pulls out of the Rare chest. Okay? Right? Am I doing that math right, Blue? It's 30,000. For a six-chest yeah. pull, you'd get to do that for basically a full solid seven days. What you're going to end up with times seven. What was uh, – so go to the graphics yeah, room, that little chart. That was, that was five days. Is that what it was, Blue? 
It was six poles. So, so you six did six six poles is what you did. Yeah. So thirty six total chests, and we're talking here about about thirty nine total chests is what we're talking about. So, so if you did that, uh, let's see, you did six well, hundred eighty. So one hundred eighty thousand. So 180,000 rare loot is what you spent, and you ended up with 650 epic directives. So on top of that, so we've been talking all about, we've been talking all about you get 1,450 uncommons per month. You get 600 rares per month. And now we can actually add 500 epics per month to to the equation here, Blue. I mean, completely free to play. Is that what you're thinking? Well, it's definitely feasible because it's definitely because it's it's probably not it's probably not realistic to expect that someone's going to be able to do that for four weeks in a row, not yeah, unless they had a huge bank like me, three point six million loot. Yeah, I'm going to get the three thousand epics per month, but somebody starting this right now is not going to have that bank, so they're not going to be able to do you know seven six chest pulls uh, every single week. Like they're not going to be able to do. 42 pulls per week and then you know do that every single week they're going to be able yeah, to do I'll it for a week with... or two probably based on the starts that you can get and the warp range that you can get all right so uh even if you did it for a week though look he did it for a week and got 650 epics so if you do that for a week and then you're done for the rest of the month that's still one epic a month and you can get a 250 directive poll. You, know, you could get lucky with it. Absolutely. You could get lucky with it. So let's go back. 1,450 uncommons. We, I feel like we do this every time we talk about Armadas. 400 from your Alliance store. That's 100 per week. You also get 450 a month out of 30 days worth of doing your dailies. That's 15 per day. All right. Crucible of War. The Crucible of War is going to get you the other 600. The other 600. So that's 600, 450, and 400. That is 1,450 uncommons per month. Absolutely free. Also, Crucible of War is going to get you 400 rare directives per month. And the other 200 is what I call basically a, a guarantee. It's very conservative. A lot of people have told me they've gotten significantly more but that would be out of doing your uncommon chest pulls. Your G3 uncommon chest pull is going to get you on average, and I think this average is probably higher than this now, Blue Mandalorian, but conservatively, we're going to say that you get 200 rares a month out of that, and for a lot of people, it's more. Okay? And don't forget, how can we forget that hefty 50 directives at the end of the flash pass? <laughs> yeah, there there is some in Flash. There is also some in Battle Pass. All right, so there's extras. Also, during Crucible of War, you've got the gold utility chest. All right, you could redeem some there. And you also have Cosmic Cleanup if you're not doing anything else. All right, so there's a few different places where you can get those. Housekeeping says respawn rates during events are an issue. I don't disagree, so plan ahead. Look at the calendar. Know when to go. And be ready. Go scout one and be ready at event reset to pop it with your whale. Yes, respawn times are a challenge. I get that. 1,000%. That's real. So be the first one there. Don't do it during an event or be be vigilant, basically. Be vigilant. Be ready. All right. Uh, K21 says, hey, pop it at event reset when it doesn't score. Yeah, you might want to wait 10 or 15 minutes. I'm just saying. 
Okay, you, you could wait just a little bit. Ransusi says there's 150 rare directives in the, just the $10 flash pass. That's probably pretty daggone good value, considering Picard's in there as well. All right, so lots of good places to go for this stuff. All right, and then, of course, you're doing your starter chest. You're bringing home the loot. You're pulling as many of the chests as you can. You're getting the epic armada directives as you can, and this is going to start for you a path. Do you guys remember the path towards transporter patterns? It was not instant, was it, Blue? It took players a couple of months to actually get to what I would call a level of transporter pattern farming. A little faster for those who use the faction recruit tokens. Yeah. This is now a new path towards epic and uh, epic armada directives. And, of course, ultimately, Bubba Joe, spending that exchange, that epic loot, and exchanging it for the rare tactical cores, which, as we have now seen, is going to take tens of thousands for you to progress into your mid and late 40s. And um, you should start now because it's very, very freaking slow air says from ops uh from server 167 so without a whale this strategy is not worth anything you know yeah i guess i mean again you could be the whale it depends on what you can do but for example i gave the example in my last alliance i was the whale in my last alliance i was the whale and i couldn't do it so my team did not benefit from this you need somebody powerful to be able to help you carry through this. And again, this is where decisions got to be made, right, Blue? You either have the strategy that aligns with others in your alliance, or you don't. Yeah, and this isn't like go to the top. Like for my alliance, we had we only had one. Like I, I got a million of my credits with one player who had a G5 ship. It's not a matter of like a whale alliance, just an alliance with a whale. Yeah, you don't, you don't need even a few G5 players. Listen... A G5 ship will take out any faction armada that exists. True or false, Bubba Joe? It's true. Okay, yeah. Trader. Thank you, female Bubba that Joe. That is true. All right, there you go. <laughs> the stand-in Bubba I, Joe. The stand-in Bubba I'm Joe. I'm sorry. I'm paying attention to football. You know, <laughs> real football fans. I'm totally, listen, I'm to totally ignoring this entire hopes, segment because none of it matters to me. In the hopes that they could maybe pull out a win against a lighter. Oh, my God, it's tied at 24 with a minute left in the game. All right, I'm going to take an extended commercial break to go watch the end of this game. All right, <laughs> just real, I'm kidding. Real quick, any questions? Anything at all? Good night, Phantom. I uh, appreciate you being here. Um, but, uh, one, one thing is, uh, yeah, I would say with the four, usually with the 47-plus, you would be having the G4 handy or, or a G4 Epic, and I don't know where G4 Epic stand in terms of, like, if progression people are saying you should skip those or well that's another discussion but uh for the time that when i was doing it there you were killing 47s with a hecta you know we didn't need a 50 plus player was, oh so we didn't need a 50 uh, g5 players needed a 50 player but it was uh you could still kill 44s pretty easily with you know if you have a good crew and good sh good solid ships you don't need someone above 47 you know, you just have to be smart about it. And listen, let's not pretend that it doesn't that, that you couldn't still take a team. You don't need a whale. If you are going for a 47 rare and you've got four G4 rare ships that are willing to go up there with you with you as the starter, 
that'll work too. That'll work too. Okay? So it doesn't have to be a whale, just some power that can kill a target. That's that's it. You got to be able to kill the target. All right? So there you go. All right, uh, Blue Mandalorian, thank you so I very think, much. So I, yeah, I want to, if we, if we can finish on this, I think the big point that uh, that I think for, for those that are like, oh, if I don't have a whale in my lines, this doesn't matter. Okay, well, here's the point you should take away. The starter chests in G4 space are where the loot is. Yes, the loot gets divided up. Yes, there's more loot in larger armadas. But if you're after loot, you want to start the armada in G4 space. 100%. And that's the lesson you need to learn. It is very different than in G3 space. The G4 armadas are tilted yeah. towards the starter chest. That's the lesson to be learned to, that you can take and move forward with even if you learn nothing else, even if you're the top player in your lines. And for the G3s, you're usually going to have more than the armada's power, so loot crew for those and try to get as much as you can out of those. There you go. All right, Blue Mandalorian, thank you so very much for your teaching today. I hope you guys got something out of this. This is a lot to wrap your head around. It really truthfully is. All right? It's a lot to wrap your head around, uh, but it very obviously and can clearly work. When I look blue, and I will for the first couple of months probably be able to do maximum, you know, six chest pulls every single day because I've got three and a half million loot banked up. I'm kind of excited at the prospect of 3,500 epic directives every single month free to play. I'm pretty excited about that. So uh, kind of disappointed, Bubba, that it took me this long to get in, but it's not too late for me. I'm in my 40s. I can start earning... Uh, rare tactical cores, and I can start earning more exchange directives, uh, not exchange, epic directives right now. It's not too late, and it's not too late for you if you are in even your late 40s, all right? It's not too late to buy into this loop and actually start trying to get ahead with the acquisition of your rare tactical cores. That way, you don't fall into a wall like Bubba Joe did, all right? We're going to take a very quick break. When we return, very quickly, Bubba Joe, I'm going to give hints, and then I'm going to go watch the post-game interviews with the victorious Aaron Rodgers, I so hope. We're going to take a very quick break. When we come back, uh, we'll More wrap More than likely overtime. Oh, the, well, that did yet. Yeah, real quick hint. Real quick. And only if Trader insists am I even taking time to give away a prize. I want to go watch the end of this game. Back in a second with more Talking Trek after this. Hang on. PvPTarget.com is a site with a whole host of tools for the players, not only at veteran status in this game, but also for brand new players, giving you insights into PvP banding, crews, and ROE used by many servers. PvPTarget.com can help you get your feet under you with respects to all things player versus player. Visit their website for a player's guide regarding lawful attacks, warships, and even a glossary of terms for use right here inside Star Trek Fleet Command. Visit pvptarget.com today. That's pvptarget.com. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Milk of Amnesia. Take it first thing in the morning, and by noon you'll forget you're constipated. It's the rock album that's got audiences sneaking into the country. White House Records presents Elton Joe. Twelve Elton John anthems reworked in honor of our 46th president. Music so good, it's like a drug. Don't let my soul 
together. It always winds up on TV. Elton Joe, coming soon to a retirement home near you. Lost my damn mind, I lost my damn mind. Now I can't find the words. Coming soon to theaters. Two dudes. Hi. One couch. Hi. How are you? It's the love story of two men learning who they really are. You have questions. I had a lot of questions. I'm sure you had a lot of questions, but rest assured, we're going to answer them right now. Starring Hugh Jackman and an unforgettable performance by Ryan Reynolds. I have nothing. Completely empty up here. How far will they take their love? Not touching that. Australian-Canadian relations have never been this deep. I've had to really search my soul on this one. In Two Dudes... One couch. That a song on the podcast is actually legitimately on one of my real playlists. <laughs> I like it. Thank you, Sizzle. Uh, I'm glad that I was finally able to uh, to help you out with that one right there. Appreciate you guys very much. Listen, uh, regulation is over. Bubba Joe, it's going to overtime, so we're going to have to wrap this thing up real quick. Somebody uh, had asked me if we were going to talk much about incursions. I know that it was on my show notes, but Bubba, we've actually spent a little bit more time on some other uh, deeper topics, hey, which DJ. I feel are really, really good. Yes. Yeah. Um, anything about your treasury um, pack? I know we haven't talked about that. Oh, God, I keep forgetting about this. Um, yeah. Do you want to do this right now? I, I got to be honest with you. I would almost prefer to hold it for the next show because the treasury is not coming before the next show. Guys, let me just tell you, I have sure. finally got oh, it figured yeah. out. I have finally got it figured out on your treasury progression. If you had a $5 key, all right, uh, I know how to make it bigger. Don't just spend on packs because you think it's going to make it. I, I can tell you with 100% certainty that we now have it fixed, and, and just spending is not the only requirement, all right? So if you, you know, obviously get whatever pack you would want to get, but if you had a $5 key and you're looking to actually make it bigger, then we have the process to do that. We are going to share it with you before the next Treasury run, but I just simply don't have time today. Stein says you've already done it. I did it on Twitch. 
I did do it on Twitch, but I haven't done it here, and we haven't made a video on it yet because I've been trying to to kind of coordinate the releases. You know, Bubba, Trader, you had mentioned that really, and I kind of realized this over the last couple of weeks, Twitch is our experimentation. Like, it's the lab, right? It is yeah. the yep. it's the laboratory. It's where we're doing all of our testing. It's where we're doing all of our tinkering. It's where we try to figure out what works and what doesn't work. Then we take those results. We come here and we spend an hour, uh, an hour teaching you about it. And then we take that and take 10 minutes and make it into a quick and dirty on YouTube. So um, the, the point is that I'm wanting to make is that there is some stuff that I want to talk about with that. Yes, buying the treasury is a piece, uh, is a part of that, but I want to go into some further detail because I've had a lot of questions about it, okay? So uh, we are going to talk about that, but rest assured, we will give you that formula before the next run of the treasury, uh, and we are going to help you with that. Crystalline Entity says, I'm listening, thinking that DJs is going to feed the treasury a little blue pill. No, you're going to have to feed it a little green wad of cash is uh, basically how that works. But we'll go over all the details, how it works, and what the criteria are uh, coming up on a show very, very soon. I don't even know, Aaron, if we'll get to it on Wednesday because we're going to be right out of a maintenance. So it just depends. It just depends. Uh, we got a lot going on. And yes, incursions. We could have spent a lot of time talking about that, Bubba Joe. Um, I shout out server twelve. Why, I had a blast with you guys. Why are we, why are we talking about things that are dead? It's not dead. I mean, it wasn't dead oh, for it us. Absolutely is. Uh, you never. Uh, yeah, it was dead to you from the start, Bubba Joe. It was DOA for no, you. No. All right. <laughs> I went looking. I went looking. There was very little fighting on, on the opponent's server. We had some. We had some fights on our server. I was able to complete both milestones on my server. There were no one on their server. It was dead. This thing is. It, I'm. I'm glad you have gotten a good match. What this server time. did you play? Who 43. did you play? Forty-three. 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 That is a surprisingly later generation than yours. Um, but I, I. I have to agree. It's dead. <sighs> no, it is. It is. It is dead for so many reasons. One of them is that Scopely is completely stupid and has absolutely zero clue of how to do matchmaking whatsoever. The matchmaking should just bad. stop. The matchmaking was very, very, very bad no, for they, some they, people. They are just fundamentally incapable of doing matchmaking, so they should, should just stop because it's not working. We had this last time. We had it this time again. Yeah, the matchmaking is really, really bad. And the, and the fact that they're matching across generations is criminal. It's... This should never be possible. This should be one of the first things you make sure never happens in your matchmaking. Yet, it happens multiple times. How, like what? I'm sorry. Inexcusable. Stop doing incursions until you figure this out. Very simple. Well, the matchmaking is awful. I mean, 100%. It is down. You, you only successfully match. 10, maybe 15% of overall servers. The rest of them are a problem in one degree or another, and they're not and, small and, problems. They're major, I'm sorry. major this is, problems. This is not a thing where, like, oh, we are new to this. You know, we are learning and trying to improve it. No, you're making fundamental mistakes 
that cannot happen in matchmaking. Inexcusable. Yeah. Well, Zero excuse for this. It's I bad. Agree. It's bad. I mean, I, I agree. I, you're right, Bubba. I have it's worse been lucky. Than Tinder matchmaking. I have been lucky. <laughs> All right, I've been lucky. We've we've gone up against some great servers. Uh, this past run, it was the Botany Bay server, server twelve. Uh, Zandy's is uh, from our server there. T Mitch is from our server, uh, or from server twelve. And uh, so we ran into some members of the community. It was a lot of fun. Um, I did see a lot of bubbling, and even on their server, I don't feel like there was probably as much activity as what was on our server, um, but I think that was just because they found more raid targets, uh, so a lot, of, <laughs> a lot of them were on our side uh, doing, the, uh, doing the raiding, so we had to, you know, had to come back and defend a little bit, but it was, uh, it was fun for me, and I know it wasn't for a lot of people. I get that. Ripper's right. Bubba's right, but... Um, Truthfully, we can have a deeper, more uh, sincere conversation about the potential longevity and what Scopely is going to have to do if they're going to try to keep this thing alive. But I will uh, just simply say this at this particular point. Uh, shout out Server 12. You guys were great. A class act. I had a lot of fun. Your players were courteous. They were gracious hosts. It was very polite. GC was surprisingly non-toxic. Um, I had a great, great time with Server 12. You guys were fantastic. It was a very, very hard-fought battle, despite whatever alleged shenanigans happened on either side. It was still very well fought out and went down to the wire. Uh, you guys are great, and I would love to play with you guys again anytime. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Thank you guys so very, very much. Um, that said, it uh, you know, and listen, Cruzito, you're on Server 13. He makes a comment. He said, listen, the matchmaking is okay. The only thing it swings is that the whales don't shield. That may be your experience, okay? Just like it is mine, Cruzito. I have found that the servers that Server 15 has been paired up with have been relatively fair, okay? The problem is there's actual mathematics here that they are violating. We just, we, we talk about this, pack prices, contents of packs you guys have seen it k21 screams about it all the time i might get six thousand materials and he gets two thousand materials all right that means progression works faster on my server than it does on him my 100 dollars buys me more so should i be allowed to compete with him that's a massive problem all right they also matched servers where one server is locked ops locked and the other isn't yeah because you know that is absolutely fine ascension you know? we we legit documented a case where one server was actually ops capped at 39 and the other server had 40s okay tell me tell me how that's fair they've got access to ships okay they've got access to ships that you are not even allowed to build all right so there are problems with matchmaking i am very glad that your experience has been better than a lot of other players. In fairness, and, and I, mine has been too. I've had good experiences with the servers that I've gotten to play. It's not across the board. It's very, very problematic. And that's why I say really only with, Bubba, probably your oldest generation of servers, like the day one servers, are probably about the only ones that actually have decent pairings. And you didn't. Bubba, why would you at server 24 get get paired with 42? That makes no sense whatsoever. None. 
And if that means that servers end up getting repeats with who they're paired up against, so be it. But you got to keep the evolutionary cycles alone. Right. You have to do one of two things. You either have to bracket people within their evolutionary cycle, or you have to eliminate evolutionary cycles to allow you a wider range of, of ships. And obviously, they're not going to get rid of the evolutionary cycles because for some reason, they seem to like them. So what you have to do is you can only pair within an evolutionary cycle. If that means you have three servers that are in a single evolutionary cycle, well, guess what? Only these three servers can be paired up against each other. Or maybe you should think about moving them into the next cycle up so that they can actually compete against more people in incursions. This is one of the fundamental flaws with incursions from the start. Well, and now, Bubba, even that has better. a problem. Even that has a problem. If I've been on if I've been on evolutionary cycle beta for twelve months and you get moved up to beta last month, is it still even fair that you get to go up against me? Now, there's gonna be some flexibility there. There has to be, but even server age has to be a really big piece of this. I don't know that a server who is twelve months apart really should ever be paired up. I mean, I, I guess there's that's, scenarios that's, that's in which fair. I guess there's scenarios in which that might have to happen at some point. But it really this early, it, it really is not fair. I mean, you, you're going to have to be looking at servers that are not only on the same evolutionary cycle, but probably what Ripper within three to four months of each other tops. Like that's at the most, maybe. And I don't know if that's even possible. I don't even know if it's possible the way Scopely launches servers. So. You know that they have—they've got to figure this out. They've got to figure it out, and and really, truthfully, there's only been like maybe ten to twenty percent at the most of servers that have been paired up. Well, the rest of them have been very, very sloppy, and it's not good. It's not good. It's not. Um, it's not organic enough, or it's not mathematical enough i don't even know what the right word is bubba joe they're not, not equitable it's not even not good it is unacceptable they're uh, they're not equitable it might be what i'm trying to say ripper says on uh, unacceptable it, it's just downright not fair so anyway um we do need, we we can't have a more deeper conversation on this uh, another time but uh it is about that time bubba joe i've done very good with the red blinky clock today I've done extremely okay. <laughs> good with the red blinky clock today. So we are going to get ready to wrap this thing up here uh, as I give to you a hint. And Bubba Joe, I say a hint because I actually should give you two today. But I decided to write one big one. So, Bubba Joe, allow me. You know, I've only done this one other time where I actually gave you guys a story time. I feel like I've got something like that for you today. It's actually three, like, you know how, like, a hint is usually four lines, right? I actually wrote three sets of four lines. It's actually almost like three hints, but it kind of always, all of them have, like, a little bit of a theme. Is that okay if I give you, because, by the way, there's more than one hint buried in here why why write one stanza when you can write three go ahead I mean, dj thank you bubba joe for your permission <laughs> i am very excited for this now all right bubba joe's got it figured out because i'll tell you i was trying to figure out what i wanted to talk about bubba joe so i just decided to talk about more than one thing ladies and gentlemen here is your hint for the october arc this is so good this is so good as deep space nine ramps up the story this month 
Well, you've seen the Cardassian crew on the App Store front. But what will they do or how will they be used? Is it for the feature or will battleships sing the blues? One thing is for sure, there is a new loop, but time doesn't seem to be a recipe in this soup. For what you do will require no team. This one's all on you, a whole new mechanic it would seem. Get your thinking caps on and get ready to fight but is it players or hostels or whatever's in sight? To help you this month comes a new thing to learn. And from new friends... And from new friends... Ah, oh crap. From, and from new friends, though, each new boon will have to be earned. I messed up the last line. Can I read it again, Bubba Joe? Get no. your thinking caps on and get ready to fight, but is it players or hostels or whatever's in sight? To help you this month comes a new thing to learn, and from new friends, each new boon will need to be earned. Woo! Thank God. There you go, everybody. Do you want me to read it one more time? Because it, it was a lot. I would, I would like to wrap up the show. No, no copy and pasting. This is radio, baby. You got, you got to, you got to get a pen and paper. You got to write it down, okay? <laughs> you, you got to write it down. All right, all right. Here we go. We're gonna read the. We're gonna read it again. And by the way, by the way, listen. There's more than one hint here. Okay, so think about it, Bubba Joe. What you think you may know, you may not really. Be careful in making assumptions. As DS9 ramps up the story this month, well, you've seen the Cardassian crew on the App Store front. But what will they do or how will they be used? Is it for the feature or will battleships sing the blues? One thing is for sure, though, there is a new loop. But time doesn't seem to be a recipe in this soup. For what you'll do requires no team. This one's all on you. A new mechanic, it would seem. Get your thinking caps on and get ready to fight. But is it players or hostels or whatever's in sight? To help you this month comes a new thing to learn. But from new friends, though, each new boon will need to be earned. There you go. I even used a thesaurus, Bubba Joe. <laughs> I used, I used wow. a thesaurus to come up with, with special words. All right. There you go, everybody. Can I repeat yeah, do we it? have a Ripper hint? Uh, Ripper, do you want to give a hint? I know, Fallopian. See, here's uh, the thing. I owed you two hints today, but instead I just made it into like no, I, I gave a hint in chat one. the other day. That's enough. Ooh, what, okay. hint did you, what hint did you give? Are you not going to say it? Well, you're going to have to find it. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck, everybody! All right, that's it. There you go, everybody. Trader. Oh, I forgot. Did you want to give something away? Come on, come on, come on. This is football. Football. Yes. Yes. Oh. All right, fine. One twenty-dollar battle pass. Here goes. Uh, with a slash podcast. I don't even know what the command is. Good God. Oh, contest. Contest. Pick. Here we go. One twenty-dollar battle pass from our live studio audience. Congratulations, Dragon Horde. Dragon Horde. Congratulations. 
Dragon Horde, be sure to go PM Trader because she wanted to do the giveaway so she can handle the aftermath. Uh, there, <laughs> there you go. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to thank you very much for listening to Talking Trek live today. Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. I have been your host, Ultimate DJs, and I'd like to invite you to visit our website at TalkingTrekSTFC.com. TalkingTrekSTFC.com, where you can find links to all of our socials. Bubba Joe, that would be our YouTube and, and our TikTok, which I don't know if Snake Eyes is doing anything with. Have you done it? Have you done anything on our TikTok? We need to talk about that. That's the one thing I forgot about when you were leaving. Was the TikTok? I don't think we've done anything there. We got a Twitch there as well. We got our YouTube, and we got our Gold Patrons Club, where I'd like to uh, invite you to come and support the show financially. Every single month, you can do it for as little as five bucks. I mean, we're talking about hundred dollar packs, and for as little as five dollars, you could support this show. And we'd really, really appreciate that. I mean, it would mean a lot to us. So if you join the Gold Patrons Club, there's a couple of different levels. And even if you join at, like, the $5 level, it turns your name gold. But if you join at the $10 level or higher, then we read your names on every single show because we want to say thank you guys. And I'd like to say thank you now to Lord Neelix, Lady Cast, Trader Tucker, Dammit Jim, I'm an accountant, not an engineer, Iron Chef, Virtual Army, D-Law, Lord Kynes, Hammerhead, Regis, Jayberg, Shady Pines, Big Shakes, Lobot, Auto Obsession, It's Hunter, Tagora, Vagabond, Ransusi, June Bree, Katana, Hank, Abe, DJ Gur, MC101. Late Nighter, Light Bull, Louis P, Zalvinar, Zinfried, Wolfhammer, Stormbreaker, Bills Mafia, Bayonetta, Darkside Luke, Grog, Thorn, Archangel, Smoke Moha, Jetski, Jason, Captain Jack Morris, UPS Man, Archer, Yusuke, Arian, the Professor, Captain Oblivious, and Hani JD, Steve, Raxnar, Liam, and Dominus, Casey Jones, Ripper is God, Chronic Break, This Fella, Jesus Christ, Joe K92, Darth Ardama, Sir Tail, General Chaos, Warren Apox, Judge Kren, G-Force, Bamenkis, Mangatron, Captain Q, Garrett, Game Jr., Admiral Inwater, Chancha, Rar, Scarlet Hawk, Looser, Kendall, Bubba Joe will PvP your butt, Tankix, Seven of Nine, Jaga, Nevago, Full Tilly, Blue Mandalorian, Noxus, Exhibitor, Furmax, Dr. Link, Clueless One, Schizoido, Likes a Bath, Welch, and Kievo. And I do know, Bubba Joe, there was actually one or two people that joined the club uh, this weekend. I haven't had a chance to add them to the list, but I do want to say thank you to all of you for supporting Talking Trek at a level of $5 or more per month, $10 to be a recognized patron. Thank you guys so much for supporting Talking Trek. A registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. I am your friendly neighborhood cat person, Ultimate DJ, Sam Meow for now. Love you, mean it. Right here on Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Catch you on the next one. Bye, everybody. Meow. Go Packs.